The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to the Sorry Night Theater Podcast. I am your host, DJ Swartz. And I'm your other host, Alex Salo. This is episode 29, the word, no, uh, <laughs> pod that's good. Pod that's good. <laughs> Proud of pod that's good. Let's start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, from the top, from the top. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to start with the Slipknot <laughs> reference or whatever. Welcome to the Sorry Night Theater Podcast. No, all right. Okay, uh, this episode over. is sponsored by JDS Electrical Inc. Licensed and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. Fantastic, thank you. And she has that memorized, everyone. I I did read it, but I do. 523-2711, I have it wow. memorized. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. See, that's why you're doing it. Okay. You professional. Got, you, you're professional, you got the voice. I'm, I love it. She's got the look. The blonde got hair. The look. I, but I get to admire her, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, okay, if you couldn't tell who our guests are, we have uh, Jenna on Hello. again. Hello. Hi, 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 Jenna. And Sean on again. Hello. Uh, last time we had you guys on was right after auditions, mm-hmm. the, the Sunday after auditions. And now you have completed your journey as this is our <laughs> last closing Sunday of our of our show. It's sad, <laughs> but exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's definitely bittersweet. But I mean, we go straight into the next show, so like I don't. You don't no have time. time to process. There's no time yeah. to process or grieve. <laughs> uh, but it, I love the show. I love where we ended up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm when I listen to this one, I'm going to listen to the the previous one before, and just listen to your uh-huh. your growths because I mean, good idea. it's going to be crazy. We had done no work at that point. We went to crew on Saturday. Yeah, I think so. I guess on auditions, but yeah. oh, and we have that picture, which I, that's why I want to get a picture with both you guys, like in costume. So we have that picture that Tracy took at crew when we're all talking mm-hmm. and then like oh, pair it with like now us like done with it. Cool. I think it's so cool. Our battle wounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, mine are mostly covered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have bruises all over my body from just flinging myself yeah. backstage, on stage. <laughs> oh my goodness. Off stage. I'm more bruised than human at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a gosh darn peach. Oh, that's true. Very true. All right, before we talk more about that, uh, do you guys have beef that you want to air? Oh, I do. I've been thinking about this pretty much my whole life also, but um, ever since the last episode where I went in a targeted hate (laughs) attack on you and Sean and Jenna (laughs) expressed mild... Uh, dissatisfaction about ceiling fans. I was like, oh, let's let's reel this back. My beef has been, always will be, people who say cha-cha-cha when singing happy birthday. <gasps> oh, okay. Those like people, that. you know who you are, I'm coming for you. I like that. It is just, 
And the thing is, it's bad, doesn't fit, completely arrhythmic, getting people to sing happy birthday in unison, rhythmically, musically, it's torture. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> And then you throw in a cha-cha-cha, or oh, it's over. <laughs> no. Oh, I love a good cha-cha-cha. Oh. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot lie. It's just, it breaks the tension of singing happy birthday to somebody. There shouldn't be tension while you're celebrating <laughs> someone's birthday. Have you ever been sitting in front of a cake? It's a sad song. Like, it just sounds sad. It doesn't, happy it's not a beat. Birthday. It's a dirge. Yeah. Most cha-cha-cha. of the time. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> you have to do it real quick. You just have to get it in. Yeah, no. No, I, I just hate the birthday song in general. I hate when people sing happy birthday to me. I don't like my birthday at all. Like, I'd rather just, like, it go under the radar. Yeah. And, uh, like, a text is nice. But then when people are like, oh, it's your birthday. Like, you got to do this. You got to do this. Like, no, it's just it's another day. Leave me be. Yeah, we were talking about this after the the recording of last week's podcast at the show. One of my greatest fears in life is someone coming out at a restaurant to sing happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, even if it is on my birthday. Yeah. If it's not my birthday, tenfold worse. <laughs> but, like, oh, God. See, yeah. I don't really mind. It's like, eh, whatever. It's my birthday, so if you want to sing it, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sing it on your birthday on the podcast next year. <laughs> as long and as then we'll hear your singing voice. <gasps> yes, I've heard. He, he doodles. DJ sing doodles around the theater, and it's always <laughs> lovely to hear. It is. I literally, I do the bums. That yeah. is, that's my singing But you voice. hit the bums every time. <laughs> I appreciate They're it. They're crisp. I appreciate it. Crisp bum. <laughs> <laughs> I try my best. Oh. Uh, anyone else have beef? Um, I have beef. Sorry, Alex. No, you not to cut you off. No, no, no. I, I I'm just going to say my beef is with the human body's need to sleep <laughs> so much. <laughs> or Here's the thing. You can either over, oversleep or you can undersleep. And I cannot find that sweet spot because I love laying in my bed. So, like, this morning I rolled out and I was like, I need to get to the podcast. <laughs> I have to get up. And my body couldn't take it. But I'm here, so that's all that matters. Yeah, I think yeah. we all yeah. feel the same. Yeah, just we just have to get through one more day. Whatever happens tomorrow, it's the Wild West. Exactly. But today, it's just cross the finish line, <laughs> mm-hmm. hopefully then, in one piece. And then have a nice little picnic and oh, play some yeah. football. Yeah. Woo. I'm See, I woke up in a good mood today. Like, I'm, I'm either or. I'm never in the middle. Like, oh, I'm just kind of there. I'm either, I either wake up in a great mood or I wake up in the worst mood of all time. Mm. And today I woke up in a good mood because I'm excited to, to wrap the show up. Good. I'm excited to cross Jared up in football. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to shave Jared's head. Oh, my God. I forgot. <sighs> yes. We got to film that. Oh, yes. We decided we're shaving Jared's head. And he well, gave us Jared consent. decided he's shaving his head and, and then gave we us permission. Yeah. He gave me well, and DJ really first Well, we decided and, and then Jared was like. Stained. And then we oh, shook I- on it. Yeah, Jared, we yeah. shook on it, so it has to happen. It's yeah, legally he, binding. <laughs> he Black asked brothers. me, he's like, "You want, like, do you want to get in there and shave my head? And I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to get uh, in there? I'm so no. serious. I don't want to. I, I've, never, I've never had the urge to do that. Thank you for all. I appreciate the offer, though. I really do. Oh. It's the sentiment, but mm-hmm. yeah. regrets only. <laughs> okay, um, I don't have beef, but I guess this is beef on behalf of Julie because she brought this up yesterday. Okay. She said, um, so you cast me as the beggar woman's counterpart. This is good beef. <laughs> um, for a specific reason, because we look similarly because oh. of our hair. <gasps> so doesn't that mean that you think I have red hair? No. Or that you think Kaylee does not oh, have red yes, hair. Yes, even better. Which is a bold <laughs> stance to take. 
No, because I, in my drawings and in my notes, I have said, keep your hood up, which is hard when you're getting tossed around. Yeah, but so you, you are cast hidden. me before I was going to put my hood up just to... You don't, because... think, you don't think I knew that you're going to be wearing a black a black? No, cloak? I know, but my hair still shows. Ooh. No, it doesn't. <laughs> when you're, when you're I think up that was top, an afterthought. What was an afterthought? The hood thing. No, I have drawings. And then I talked about it when you two were on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, I have this cool thing with, or like I told you after or something. Yeah. We're like, there's one black cloak and a sea of red cloaks. And like, I just meant to have the hood up. And you are also the same. If it doesn't have a hood, it's not a cloak. It's a cape. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And capes are dangerous. Okay. You're, you got out of this one. And you're the same height as Kaylee almost, or at least to the the naked eye. And you're Alex. So like, I trust you to do that part okay well you had to put a compliment in there okay (laughs) i'll accept it it's true it's true oh uh vj also said he believes i have red hair so okay and vj's opinion is the one that matters yeah exactly yeah i'm not telling him oh this is what he said he said in curious savage he it took him weeks to distinguish between jenna and i (laughs) because of our hair vj that's the craziest thing vj on blast shout out to vj (laughs) but not a very good one Well, I my family members, every, the first time they came to see the show, they saw Kaylee make their way out, and then they go, is that Jenna? Every time they're like, that's Jenna, that's Jenna. I'm like, no, I'm not even on stage yet. Yeah. I haven't even Jenna's made all over the place. Exactly. Oh, but, and yeah, I like that, though. I like that me and we look so similar, you know? So it's, like, really fun. Yeah. I really like yeah, it. it worked out. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten very positive responses to the little interlude where Joey plays young me, mm-hmm. and in the photos that have been posted or that are like circulating around there's one photo of joey during god that's good i think where i scroll past it i go i'm not wearing that and then it's like oh wait that is a different human being so I was like, yeah, that actually works that works pretty well i mean i don't see the opening because yeah, it's behind me right so like it was pure luck I was like okay that works but and i just tossed it in randomly yeah and that was a late addition yeah mm-hmm. and it it works and it looks really cool and you and the the window mm-hmm. i like it a lot i like it a lot i like doing it did you have any beef dj i do i have literal beef um <laughs> <laughs> there was i was gonna go one way with this but it's like serious so i'll go the other way um we can so, get serious it's all right <laughs> i want to hear it um okay well maybe i'll do that after okay but okay. so last night i got home what time did we get home last night oh, i well, left you, before you, you were guys. still there exactly yeah, we, we left at oh, that's around true. midnight yeah, you guys left early um uh, no, i mean not early but <laughs> I don't know. I probably got Earlier. home like one thirty ish. Okay. So I put an order in for hot dogs because I said <laughs> I was bringing hot dogs to the mm-hmm. the cast party. So I Instacarted it for seven in the morning, and so I got like a ton of hot dogs, and everything worked out. I was I was so glad, but I was so angry last night because it says uh, hot dogs forty eight ounce pack. And I'm looking all over the pack. It doesn't say how many hot dogs are in this. <laughs> what is 48 ounces? Yeah. I don't just know. one hot dog way. Exactly. Like, yeah. And then, and then, like, I don't know. I, I spent so long looking for it. I looked it up. Like, where can I find how many hot dogs are in this? And I'm like, I'm not doing math. I'm not going to weigh a single hot dog. And then, like, one thing said roughly 21 hot dogs. What does that mean? <laughs> roughly. roughly. We could fit another one in there if we try, but. Depending on how dense they are, maybe yeah. there'll be 20. Maybe. I'm like, what? <laughs> Oh. I don't. I don't want. I just tell me how many hot dogs. Sell them in a pack of twenty four. Why are you selling it by the ounce, yeah. or, or or twenty or 
So I, I was. Who's livid. in charge of your hot dog quality control? That you don't have an exact, <laughs> exactly hot dog to ounce ratio for your product. And I have to get same. Oh, of course. I mean, we're oh, not. Yeah. We're not animals. No. So. I mean, I do like a good beef frank, but. It might have been them because I looked up and one said a 24 pack and it said 24 oh. right on it. I'm like, oh, I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm like, this Salins <laughs> one probably has 24 as well. And then no, the serving size says roughly 21 or or tw- maybe 21. Roughly per pack however or something, many something servings. Like that. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Sometimes they take a mean? bite out of the hot dog before they pack it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so maybe one will slip in. Maybe you'll get lucky and get 22. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous to It's me. like when they give you an extra nugget at McDonald's. Yeah. That's the best. The bonus oh, nugget. So there's, there's nothing better than that. But it throws my sauce ratio off. Oh. oh. <laughs> then they need less dipping. Yes. Mm. And yep, then I, yep. I I calculate. So I look at the nuggets. I'm like, okay, maybe they're a little bigger than usual. I got to go. I got to go lay on the sauce. Because <laughs> oh I only give three things of sauce. I could go through like five. Uh-huh. If we're yeah. being serious, I'm a sauce boss. Yeah. I, love I love dipping sauce. sauces. When we went to go get barbecue, they where was it? What was the place called? Uh, Bob, Fat Bob's. Fat Bob's. Mm-hmm. They have four different barbecue sauces on the table, and I put every single one on my tray. <laughs> I was like, I'm dipping in everything. It was delicious. Barbecue sauce flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I drank. Now we're talking. It. <laughs> now we're talking. Smoky, mustardy. Mm. Yeah. There's two other ones. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Brown. <laughs> There was slightly was, red, but yeah, I think there was a mustardy one. They were good though. I shout out Fat Bob's. Mm-hmm. Mm. I Wait, got the so did you get yeah, the I, hot dog package this morning? I did. I got thirty forty eight ounce packages of, <laughs> of hot dogs. Yeah. Did you count how many are in there? No, they're sitting in my car right now. I'll go grab them and <laughs> we'll count You're, each. Leaner. You left them in your car. Yeah, I'm in like the in the sun. Okay. How else do you think they're gonna uh, get cooked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're boiling in their hot dog juices right now. Because there's nothing I love more than a boiled hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go on the record saying that I think you've just added a new sentence to the English language, which is, did you receive the hot dog package? I, <laughs> I was like, damn, I, sh- I need to leave it at pack, not package. <laughs> well, the reason I was thinking of that is because Courtney in the ensemble te- uh, responded to me. I, I-, I sent her a message. And she was like, yeah, that's a, that's a sentence you can say. And I said, do you have more blood for tonight? <laughs> um, she's like, yes, but of course. that's a weird sentence <laughs> yeah. now, isn't it? I was like, yeah, I didn't really expect to be saying that, but here we are. <laughs> Courtney makes the blood for the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's for the record. Keep that yeah. out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> we all do bring our own blood, but it's usually self-contained. Yes, yes. yes. Unless yeah. you're me and you constantly constantly we get cut on something get nicked yeah not the razors though those are fake. No. yes yes spoiler. very dull spoiler spoiler <laughs> <laughs> these people are actually alive at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. we don't marionette them with their dead bodies <laughs> yeah. for the bows <laughs> uh so my other beef my serious oh, serious yes, beef yes. uh this is, is for anyone who's ever done anything theater related we are we're really close to being the number two musical of all time if we get 200 people in attendance today i question that math though we might have to run the numbers again because i did the math a different day and that's different math the bar is <laughs> maybe lower we well can check that later. it i think truly is one or someone's been lying about what beauty and the beast is by lying i mean misremembering but <laughs> beauty and the beast i have i have the document open oh it's well, wait. It's technically like 198 we need. But like, mm. round up. I thought it was 188. Yeah, that's what was said yesterday. Well, now that we have more people tonight, it, yeah, that's probably more accurate. Well, 
we had like 10 orders from we'll last night to numbers. now. Yeah, yeah. We'll crunch the numbers. Tune in next week to find out. Yeah. <laughs> but daring conclusion day. of Sweeney Todd. Pod, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's just, it's frustrating and every actor can, and um, I don't know, can feel this pain. It's early. I can't think of words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can name like 20 people off the top of my head that I'm either like related to or have done multiple shows at the theater who haven't come. And I, like, I understand that for normal shows. Like, I'm not going to tell you to come to all my shows. That's a lot of mm-hmm. money. It's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. 110% understand that. But I've been talking about this since I found out I was directing it. And, like, I'm so excited. This is my first musical. This is going to be huge. Like, Sweeney Todd, I'm so excited. Like, please, if you can, try to come see it. This was a year ago. To mm-hmm. every single extended family member, to all my friends, everyone. And um, the majority of them just haven't shown up. And it's it sucks, honestly, because like I, we've all put so much work into this, mm-hmm. and you all deserve to be the number one musical. You all deserve to be the number one show. So like that always is painful. And no matter what we get, we've had great attendance, and like, yeah. the, we're the number one show from COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's great. Like we deserve that for sure. But so Beauty and the Beast is the number one. Period. No, Beauty Joseph, and the Beast is. Number two, so we would overtake oh, okay. it, become number two. Number one okay. is Joseph. That's what I thought. So that's why I was confused. So that's just frustrating because what we deserve and what we're getting are two different things, but we're getting great, yeah, great numbers. But it is mm-hmm. frustrating that like, I don't know if more people just support it, and it's like family. We're literally blood, and I've told you about I, this a I, year I agree. ago. I have I have beef with two of my siblings <sighs> because I I told them as soon as. Uh, I got I joined yeah and my mom was like gung-ho about everyone coming and she so she's like I'm gonna get everyone tickets for their birthdays because they're all in July and August um but then only my one brother showed up which shout out to my brother and my sister-in-law my two nieces and then my other brother and my sister did not show and I text them multiple times and I did not get a response did they give you an excuse no how would she get an excuse if they never responded? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, it's early. Yeah, I just said my beef is with sleep. Telepathically beamed it to her. Yeah, and it's not like we're not close. Siblings can do that. <laughs> like, right? We're close. So where's your response? Well, it, that's frustrating. And all my cousins, my my uncles. I mean, I I have a group of people who come to all the, all the shows. They're subscribers. So I shout out to them. Like my my aunts and uncles who do that. I really appreciate that. But like cousins, I'm close with. Or I've been in shows. And they're just like, oh, you know what? Completely forgot about it. Like I told you a year ago, and I've been working so hard on this. Everybody in the cast is working so hard. Like, I, it's like two hours at eight o'clock at night. And what do you mean you forgot about it? Like we've been posting like every forty-eight minutes for <laughs> the last six weeks, and they all follow. So like, yeah. So that's it's always tough at the end to be like, oh wow, like half the people I know and yeah. thought like I don't know when you can enumerate the people who could have, yeah bumped you up but mm. it's tough but like then like shout out to the people who did come like i really appreciate the people who do come carla yeah. lives oh, 600 yeah. miles away and she's seen yeah. it twice and she saw rehearsals and loves it yeah. brought her whole family to see it and my dad has seen it every single night and he's made it clear like he's like i don't have to be here like i i, I could be yeah. home with my cat right now <laughs> <laughs> which he loves nothing more and he he comes every single night and and he says he picks up something new every night and he's just yeah, and he who hated sondheim who never wanted to touch a Sondheim piece before this show. And now he's like, I go home singing all the songs. Mm. So he, yeah. he truly 
has switched and, and loves it. So like, and all my siblings came. I give them a hard time for not coming to <laughs> Lottie and Bernice, but they all they all came to this, and and my sister's coming again. So like, I don't want to devalue the people who do come because I mean you are so appreciated. But it's just tough. Like at the end, when you look back, like yeah. I I've just uh, just giving a different perspective. I have been having a lot of people come from my family and my friends to support me. And, of course, thank you to all of them. I don't know if they listen, but <laughs> it's really – it's so heartwarming to walk out at the end and see people waiting for you, whether yeah. it be the people you invited and uh, reserved tickets for or the strangers mm, who walk yeah. up to you and go, thank you for putting on such a good performance. Yeah. And to them I say thank you for coming and supporting our theater. Yeah. Like, truly. Absolutely. We have a blast doing it, but if no one was there, it would be a little bit of a different experience. Yes, a little awkward. But, yeah. Sean, I have so much fun with you. So oh, either way, yeah. we could be doing That's this in true. your kitchen for your son. <laughs> and I'd be like, woo! That would be fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been really great. Yeah. Just the, the responses we've been getting from... I mean, yeah, it's great to, to have your friends, your family come, whatever, and like... But just the random person who stops you or like Casey's had two of her students come, her her voice students, I think. Um, and she's like, oh, they want to meet you and like walk me over like yeah. cautiously. And it's like, I'm just a regular person. <laughs> but it's He just won't like, actually murder you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even a real razor blade. I can't see <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's just crazy to to get just that little bit of recognition from someone yeah. who's like, you wouldn't be able to pick me off the street. But, like, you don't owe me anything. So, like, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Thanks for seeing it. Well, and the Thanks stuff for enjoying you, it. <laughs> yeah. The stuff that you guys don't hear, too, that the ushers will tell me at the end, or I'm standing at the door at the end because I run down from the booth, and people just leaving being like, I can't believe that. <laughs> my, the first thing my friends said, I, I had three friends come from work who are not theater people. They, they're like, oh, theater, stupid, whatever. Um, but I, I really, really got on them and begged them to come. And so, like, all right, cool. So they came, they sat like in the second row, they're up close and they're like, how do you get these people for free? <laughs> He's like, these are like Broadway caliber people oh and they're all just That's like so here true. for free. And I'm like, I'm lucky, I guess. Like yeah. I really am. And they got, they're the ones who got your autographs yeah. oh, and they just fun. like, that was fun. They were like, this is just amazing. Like, and they're, I got a text, like they're, they're singing the songs the next day and they're not certainly not musical people i mean if you're gonna jump into theater you're jumping into a play yeah these guys jump in headfirst into a musical and absolutely loved it wow that's great i love that yeah me too too. shout out julie (laughs) (laughs) that's the one joke julie gets me every time she goes because that's just something i say regularly i go oh i love it and then julie will go love it and i'll go you got me again julie you got me yeah I think it every time I say it, it just yeah. it's ruined the word. For it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's ruined it. Uh, uh, I know, and then I find myself slipping in and out of my accent that I put on yeah. for the show, and I don't even mean to. That's it's just so sometimes you find you a word that. and it slips right in. Yeah, we were we were up talking after the show last night. Um, and my wife saw it for the second time last night, and she was like, "Yeah, I was like talking to Jenna and stuff because like, oh yeah, da, 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 da. and like, does she have a hard time coming out of the accent?" I was like, "No, not at all. Why do you say?" She's like. Because she talked to me in the episode. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't help I didn't it. even notice. Maybe it's I'm the problem. No. <laughs> it's just, I'm in that mindset, and you know, the adrenaline's pumping after the show as well. And it's like, oh, I still want to perform for these people yeah. who are talking to me, you know? And I think they like it. Uh, I hope they like it. <laughs> Everybody, I've just gotten great, great. Because I've been on the other end where, like, you put on something and it's like, it's fine. And the response <laughs> is just so different. 
it's so different than when you put something on like this and, and people are staying after to make sure they see yeah. you guys or to see somebody yeah. and and just tell them that like this is the amount of people that have left and said like this is seriously like Broadway caliber like knocked me off my my I don't know whatever something uh, it was just like <laughs> shocking I, I can't I don't know my brain is just not functioning today but like that's insane and that's the, the nicest thing to hear because I saw it on Broadway and halfway through in what we were like not far into rehearsal not crazy far into rehearsals I, I sent Carla a text I still have the text it's like how is it and I said honestly I like ours better but I'm not gonna like say that out loud because like oh you're just a jerk like you yeah. just think yours is better because it's you and it's not me and that's like whenever anyone was like oh my god you did all this like it's not me it's all of us who yeah. put this together and it's every single person in this cast that made this so special and it is better than the broadway version should we talk about some differences that we do that you've seen from the broadway and what we do on our stage yeah, Can yeah, you, yeah. Just because I, I, I unfortunately haven't seen the Broadway one yet. I don't know. No, I, have you made I've a trip seen, to New York City recently? No, not recently. Oh, no, okay. I meant to. But see I, I've it, seen but a couple clips. Um, I wanted to see what they were doing during Joanna Act Two for some pointers. So mm-hmm. I saw that one, um, and then I saw the performance they did at the Tonys, and I think that's, that's it. maybe all I've seen from that show. I was I was a little reluctant to like really dig into someone else's. I mean, I saw the the filmed stage version. I saw it years ago, and I, I watched it again before auditions. Um, but I figured he does it so differently. I think that's is that George Hearn. I think I um, he does it so differently. I I couldn't do that. Like we just are different vocalists, different physical human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I would accidentally pick up anything he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really hesitant to watch Johnny Depp's performance or to watch the revival with Josh Groban because, like, I feel like I could inadvertently do an impression yep. right. and I don't yeah, want to yeah. do that. I want, I want to make my own decisions and I want to put my own spin on it. So I purposely kind of held back on it, um, at least till pretty far in the rehearsal mm-hmm. process. So I'd kind of fallen into my own rhythm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just know what you've told us about the performance. I know you've got a gripe about that, that I'm yeah. sure you'll want to talk. It's not a difference. It's a similarity, but um, yeah, I would, I would love to know what, what exactly sticks out from, Ours to theirs. Yeah. So, well, I just want to say from the start, I said before I saw the Broadway one, I, I want to have, because I've seen all the clips of every other version of Sweeney Todd ever. So, I wanted to have a version in between where it's like, it's not the movie, because the movie waters everything down. And I love the movie. I genuinely mm-hmm. I think it's a good watch. Uh, I want to have a mix in between. And I think we perfectly, perfectly did that. Yeah. Where it's not so like the theater one is, is real out there. And, and the movie one is not i mean it's a movie so like everything's close up everything's mumbled quieter mumbled yeah and we have the perfect mix where we get really serious and we also have the the lighthearted moments which jenna i mean you have all of them (laughs) so (laughs) i am the comedic relief technically and a few times i snap (laughs) i think uh if we're just going in in linear order it opens with the the ensemble and i think our ensemble is just so much cooler them and their their cloaks and them being the blood that flows through it. It's so symbolic and and it, it's just it works so much better because mm-hmm. the whole I just can't ever get over like what I don't care about these people. Yeah, why is this roving band of Victorians telling me a story? <laughs> yeah, now like right, and I get that it's a ghost story and all that, but like yeah, it do, it doesn't. I don't know. It, it doesn't do it for me. And it's just kind of like okay, you're you're weird, and I hated their dance moves. 
Mm. I, I didn't like. I don't like when stuff's over choreographed, and I just felt that was very much. Yeah, you pointed that out before I watched the Tony performance, and I was like, "Oh yeah," I started watching. I was like, "Oh, it's not bad," and then it got a little more, and then a little bit more. I was like, "Ooh," and we've crossed the line. Like, I like the sort of like creepy articulated movement, but then it became like the focal point, and I was yes. like, "I'm watching them. I'm not paying attention to them. I'm like mm-hmm. observing their movement rather than." being told like they're supposed to be telling us the story yeah and i was just distracted by like what they were doing and not focusing on like they're right. setting the stage here literally yeah um and that was just and i missed it they set the stage for josh groban who from the not the for tony, Todd, for the, josh groban uh, yeah yes exactly yeah. and because in the the tony version right when they did it uh, they're all that's the thing is they're all doing these grand gestures they're choreographed and everything and then josh groban just runs forward yeah yes <laughs> and then he's looking downward eyes up and he's like i turn the tail mm-hmm. it's like okay josh groban i'm here <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah. bought my ticket yeah. I'm in my seat. Yeah. i love you josh groban can you sing uh what was another josh you raise song? Yeah, you yeah, you raise... <laughs> come on yeah do that one do that yeah one. please please and that's how i felt the whole time and they even like they cheered when he came out and i'm like mm-hmm. <sighs> Can I say, just as a um, parallel, I saw Kinky Boots on Broadway back in 20, I want to say like 2017, and Brendan Urie from Panning at the Disco played the Mm. lead role, and it was the most annoying Broadway show I had ever (sighs) been to. The minute he came on stage, yes, the audience roared, they applauded, which I'm sure the actors on stage like that, I'm not sure. But as an audience member, I was like, I've never seen Kinky Boots before, and I can't hear the dialogue. Yeah. Like, yes, I get it. We all know that Brendan Urie is here. Yeah. Like, Save it for curtain call. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, the other part of that, though, was the stage door. At, uh, people were leaving the show early to stage door. And I'm like, oh, that's so disrespectful. Yeah. Like, there are other actors. He's not the entire cast. Exactly. And then the worst part was at the stage door because I did go like after everybody left I did make my way to the railing and there were these girls around me and they were like younger girls early teens like early 20s and they're whispering and they're like when he comes out we just gotta jump over and just try to grab him and I'm like I'm leaving I was like there's about to be a riot here on 56th street like it was the scariest thing but well but I did also see Josh Groban and Natasha Pierre and it was not that it was all middle aged moms (laughs) and they were all like slightly different demographic I know but I got a picture uh, with discography for sure for sure and also Natasha Pierre is also very different from Kinky Boots I can imagine yeah 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 (laughs) Maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so like that was a big thing. It's like this is Josh Groban. It's not Sweeney Todd. It's just uh, Josh Groban singing Sweeney Todd songs, yeah. which is fine. I'm, I'm, I love Josh Groban. I'll listen to him sing anything. Uh, but like going as so- sort of like a scouting mission, and like I said it on the podcast too. Like I expected to be like devastated after seeing it, and just like we can't live up to that. I mean, how can I? We don't have millions of dollars, so we it's don't? yeah. <laughs> Um, the set was extremely minimal. I think that's more typical of the production, though. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. it usually is a really bare bones set, but it just doesn't. Like, we didn't do that, and I, it doesn't I like make that. sense to me. Like, I don't know. You could you could go all out on the set, not even go the Tim Burton way, but just yeah. it's a London, yeah, like a Christmas Carol set yeah, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. something like that, where it's like that's and you showed that it's possible. Like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of settings, but with creative like okay this is a fixed location and with a slight like joanna's house we always call it joanna's house she does not own that house no, she, um, she does not pay joanna's mortgage. house we're gonna call it that um joanna's house 
Now it sounds funny. Um, <laughs> is a fixed location. Yeah. Like that room is only ever used because it's Joanna's room. And then we've got like the front door to the house, which like sometimes you kind of look past and you it's not there. And sometimes it's the judge's house. Mm-hmm. See, it's the judge's house, but it's Joanna's Downstairs room. Downstairs is the judge's um, house yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And like you as an audience member aren't going like, that's the judge's door. <laughs> like no one's doing that. Right. Because there's Pirelli's trunk in front of it and the sign and a whole bustling like farmer's market scene that like mm-hmm. no one's paying attention to the fact that that door stayed in place. Right. And it doesn't mean, oh, well, we can't have a door there. So like you showed that it's possible to have some specific areas, some like the top, the top left of the stage is just sort of nebulous space that gets used <laughs> a couple different ways. And no one's going, oh, I don't really know what that space is supposed to be. It's like, no, there's a scene going on. You know what it's supposed to be. Watch it. And then we move on. Yeah. And so yeah. like, it's possible, and so yeah. if you want to go that direction, sure, be, be minimalist. And I think there's maybe places where a minimalist set could be really impactful or something like that. But like sometimes it kind of looks like you just fired your set designer, and yeah. it's like oh, budget cuts, and so we just aren't going to have a set. Pull on that staircase, like that's, that's that the is set. Ex- what it felt like for sure. And the the biggest set piece that they brought out was for City on Fire at the end. And it's like this huge tower crane thing. That the stairs were attached to the whole time for that one scene. That's what they brought it out for. For Fog's Asylum? Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's a cool scene. Like, great. Have yeah. your, your maniacs. And they're all over it. And it looked fantastic. And that was the only time the lighting really was like, oh, that's cool. Because, like, it formed, like, a, a path. Mm. The, the lighting. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. But then I'm like, it got me thinking, like, oh, wait. I never said that about the lighting throughout this entire right. three-hour performance. Like, this is the first time. And if, like, the, the six minutes that we're at Fogg's Asylum is the first time that you notice right. in late act two, yeah. like, cool artistic decision there. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what does that say about the last two hours that I've been watching? Yeah. And they had, like, the, the backdrop that would change color. It was, like, one of the, the, the big board ones. And I'm like, oh, sick. Like, that's going to be cool. They had it the moon. For one thing, I'm like, I'm I'm so into this. And this was, like, towards the opening. And then they just stopped using it. Oh, oh cool. I'm like, no, wait, 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 wait. This is Sweeney Todd. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I don't I don't know. There were so many missed opportunities, I felt. And uh, Joanna and Anthony just felt like a complete, like, B-plot. Uh, second, I mean, secondary. they are a B-plot, but not really even. Like, they're they're meaningful. Like, you should feel something. Yeah. And, and so many Joannas I just don't care about. I just don't feel anything. Like, okay... You can sing hi. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations uh, on the opera. Yes. Now And the birds. Let me get back to the killing or something fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't feel that in ours at all. And Anthony was not Jordan Fisher, who was like the main guy. He left before I saw it. I don't know who it was. He had a good voice, but like just I don't know. He had a good Again, voice. Again, it felt like a concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt like there was very little actual direction that went on because like Josh Groban couldn't act. And I, I feel like he could act if, if, like, maybe somebody really sat on him and, and tried to help him. Um, <laughs> act. Uh, and then Annalie Ashford, or whatever her name is, was definitely entertaining. Like, I was thoroughly, thoroughly entertained by her, but just completely over the top. Mm-hmm. So, again, like, lack of direction. Like, Josh is nothing, and she is everything else. Everything all at once. And it's like, mm-hmm. stop. Stop. And I had a lot of people say, like, oh, my God, like, I didn't expect there to be humor like i didn't expect it to be so funny yeah someone asked me like oh is it funny and i was like i laugh yeah yeah does that say uh, something about me or comedy. is it like yeah. we didn't really have an audience by that point i was like i i, I think there's humor in it yeah it's not 
particularly lighthearted at all the time, but mm-hmm. like something can be funny and not particularly lighthearted. Like that was the hardest part was figuring out the laugh lines. Oh yeah, there's, there's some, that still surprised me to this day. Exactly, because even every audience is finding different things to laugh at. The first show, I say. After we start killing people, I go, we've got a respectable business now. Mm-hmm. And I did they not. Lost exp- it. They love that. And you know what it is, is I take that line so seriously. When I'm talking to Sweeney Todd as Mrs. Lovett, I'm like, why are you so upset? Like, we are making so much money right now. right now. And it's like, so I, I, I think it was the, the, re- the raw, like, we've got a respectable business now. Like, yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? And people love that. Yeah. And, and then, that's, you know, that's what's so successful about. The show is that you take it all seriously. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the audience like, oh, wink, wink, I'm funny now. Mm-hmm. Please laugh at me. <laughs> it's a joke. Uh-huh. Please give me the attention. Then it's that's when it's like, okay, really? Really? And like Broadway was erupting with laughter anytime she would wink at the audience or do anything like that. The whole time I'm sitting there like, really? Like, you're better than this. <laughs> you're so much better than this. So the fact that you take it so seriously and, Sean, your reaction to all of her stuff is like, this is why this is successful. Mm-hmm. And this is why they laugh. And this is why they f- they're going to feel uncomfortable later because you're not breaking that wall. Mm-hmm. You're just – you're towing it, but you're not breaking it. And that's what's so great about it because, like, you never lose sight of who you guys are, yeah. which is – I mean, you should follow that for every show. But I was shocked to see on Broadway where everyone's like, this is the end-all, be-all if you're an actor. And they didn't have that. And I was talking about like when you do your your curtsy to to Judge Turpin when he walks in, <laughs> and the way that was done on on Broadway was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Where she's like doing splits down the stairs, and it was like a three minute gag. Yeah, that's like mm-hmm. this is it's not so a bit. It's gratuitous at this point. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's just a little like oh a little interaction, fun. That's cute, fun, and then you close the door and you make your moment of it fantastic that's how it should be mm-hmm. and her going down the stairs and like a split and sliding it's like are we that just lack of vision or lack of direction was was it i makes, think the huge part of that it makes me wonder as as the actress what is her reasoning behind doing the splits down the stairs I, exactly. like why is she it's why the would the character exactly yeah. and i'm like I, in my mind, when Judge Turpin walks in, Mrs. Lovett, I don't think, has a good track record with the law. Yeah. So yeah. obviously yeah. she has to watch her toes when she's around <laughs> the yeah. judge. Yeah. And that's why. That's why I take that moment and I'm like, is he going to yell at me right now? <laughs> and I just go, okay, I got to get away from you. Bye. I got to go talk to the little boy downstairs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at that point, you have no idea why he's there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we, I mean, like, we hear the conversation between the Beatle and, and the judge because we're on the stage, but like canonically, no, we don't. Mm-hmm. So like he shows up at the door for a reason. You don't know why. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's why I and we set out from the beginning saying that that we want you to be serious and we want you mm-hmm. to you have your funny moments. But what's funny is that you are so serious about mm-hmm. all of them, and that's why Little Priest goes over so well, and that's why all that goes over so well, and. It's just that that's the biggest difference from ours and, and Broadway's is that like we actually had we set out from the beginning. We can't do what they did mm-hmm. and before I even saw it. So that was like the biggest shock. And then what you were talking about before, um, I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but weeks in advance, I had the letter worked out mm-hmm. where Sean finishes the letter upstairs. He signs it, Sweeney Todd, and then he hands it to all of our red cloaks along the stairs, along the entire set, and then, boom, it's passed under the judge's door. I'm sitting in the theater, the Broadway theater, 
and they form this T on the stairs, but they're in their normal garb. It's like, okay, why are these normal people invading his <laughs> her pie shop and his barber shop right now? It makes no sense. And then he hands the letter off to them, and then there's only like five of them, and then they take it off. And they don't do that. That's not a usual thing they do in mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd. So I see that, and I'm like, ah. Now oh, everybody fine. who sees it is going to be like, oh, you copied Broadway. You went to Broadway and copied it. I'm like, no. No, I didn't. I, that was truly from the beginning because it's a really cool thing. It's okay. Your version was better. It definitely is because it goes along like the whole stage. So it's like, it's, it's a lot more, I don't know, it, it, it's, a, it's a visual um, thing. And there's just kind of lame because they're just normal people yeah. taking this letter. Like, who are these people? Why are they here? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that, I think the ensemble, the acting uh, are the biggest. And the set. Yeah, the set was just, <laughs> I don't know. And the, the beggar woman. I, I always hate the beggar woman. I always hate her. There's not. I don't like her in the movie. Don't like her in any live version I've seen. I hated her on Broadway. It's a stupid character if it's done how they're doing it. Mm. And like the one on Broadway was very much like love it and like oh let me get a laugh out of this. Let me get a laugh out of this. It's like, and that's the thing people... I love is Kaylee's not trying for laughs. Yeah, no, exactly. She's, she's acting not, she's like not, a crazy yeah. person. She is just there and she is in her own little world, mm-hmm. being the little trash goblin that she is. <laughs> And they Trash laugh at her because it's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's oh, yes. funny when she's being funny because it's again, she's so serious. She's she's up, she's down, she's baddie, she's manic, she's losing her cool, and then all of a sudden she snaps back to the audience and she like shambles down looking for coins. And it's like <laughs> you can't help but laugh. But like you're not laughing because she's making you laugh. You're laughing because she's funny. Yeah. yeah. And like as soon as you think you're funny, it stops being funny. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you can tell. You're not that good of an act. No, just like, <laughs> like, no. You can tell when someone's like, "Oh, this kills," and it's just like, mm, "Well, that kind of kills it for me." Like, yeah, not in the way you want. Yeah, like hamming it up, and nobody does that in this one. But I think her strongest point, and we can give spoilers now because yeah. this will come out while the show's over. So her strongest point is at the end when she goes up the stairs, and it's very. Have you guys seen that part? I watch it almost every. I night. don't know. I'm I'm up in my little jail yeah. cell part. Yeah, I her I'm movements watching. are insane. They're amazing. The way she moves up the stairs mm-hmm. and the way she opens the door. The way she the calls door. to the beetle. Yes. Oh, and I'm getting goosebumps right now. I want to see it so bad. She mm-hmm. opens the door and it creaks perfectly and mm-hmm. it's like silent out there. And then the way she walks through and looks for looks around for him, the, her movements are so intentional and so raw and like primal. It's yeah. insane. No, I can only see through the, the, um, the side the, window. The, the, yeah. the window in the, the archway when she's like scratching at the, the chest. Yes. Like when she's like frantically like looking for something. We don't know what she's looking for, but she's looking for something. Like I can just see that like that feral sort of yes. manic energy. That's the only window into that performance that I get to see. And you know what I never really until just now, her daughter is in that room with her. Yeah. Is that looking point? for a fake She's, yeah, there's she's a whole looking for her daughter. memory of picking up her baby. Exactly. And there's and a whole family reunion. Oh my Literally, God, once you, you are in. all in yeah. that room together, yeah. and you so don't even sad. know who each other. Like you guys don't even know who you don't are. Don't even yeah. know. Oh. And I'm covered in blood. She's covered in rags. She's exactly. in a chunk, a trunk, <laughs> she, in men's wrong. clothing. Yeah, true. And true, true. Uh, there's a part that is all her. It's all Kaylee. She's because everything she does feels so intentional, and you're just watching her because she's the only thing on stage at the moment, and like you can't take her eyes off the way she moves. And then she looks out. Just straight through the window gobo. She's got the red on her. And it's like you feel the audience kind of like like pause. Like it looks like she's like looking 
at every single person in the house at once and like is looking out the window and it's like you just pause mm-hmm. and I've seen it how many times now mm. four billion <laughs> and I'm still like wow like takes your breath away and then like she does the whole baby thing and it's like oh my god like so I, I've I gotta see this. never in my life felt something for this character and now she is making me like completely turn on the, like that is such a powerful moment and that's what it could be mm-hmm. everywhere in the movie and yeah. on Broadway on every live production that's what it could be and the fact that we got it right and all these people don't is crazy but I give I give her all the credit because that that lookout is insane mm-hmm. it's an you feel everything at once and then she brought up the point where she plays uh her part she plays lucy before she's even confirmed to mm-hmm. be lucy mm-hmm. and so i think what she started doing but i she did it the whole time but i guess i just noticed it after she did it she has her her hair out when she's lucy in the in the beginning and the whole time she's a beggar woman it's tucked in mm-hmm. which is like she genuinely looks like two different people so like if you know her you know her I mean, yeah it's, um, but she she looks like two different people and then at the end when she's dead and you roll her over then she's got the orange hair again it's like oh my god wait that that was her the whole time yeah and so that's really cool and she does a great job of of hiding that too but it's in that moment where i think they get the first glimpse of like oh wait this is this is her because like whole time oh it's funny crazy woman and then boom looks out and you're like whoa that is too much and it, it mirrors when she's looking out the window in the the first part when mm-hmm. you're singing about her but it's just like stunning it really is stunning. i can't talk enough about that and can i say being on stage in that moment where the revelation comes for the audience yeah i don't know if you hear it every night all of a sudden a murmur just yeah. ripples through the crowd where they're like <gasps> it's either people going oh my gosh i didn't even or they're people going oh yeah i, I guessed it from the beginning yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but and still there, every, there's there was, a reaction yeah there's there's more reactions like i mean i know the story so like it's not surprising to me <laughs> right. it never was because i learned this story i've 10 literally years ago. had this story like, memorized <laughs> like, I, I knew the story from 10 years ago so it's like is that shocking to people but like very clearly the audience is responding to that and it's like sometimes i'm so laser focused on like doing what i'm doing and not breaking on that um that i don't notice but sometimes it's so clear that like oh somebody out there is getting that right now um what was it friday night yeah friday night as i'm doing that like big dramatic reveal two people in the front row were like oh my god it's the wife <laughs> and i was like i love that you're so involved right now but like I got lines to say, bro. Like, yeah. Can we pipe down a little bit? But it was like, they were like so into it. My neighbor. Yeah. And I think that was the night that like we were a little further back and my foot fell into the trap door when oh, Joey yeah, came yeah. out. I was like, I have to very subtly I didn't know that happened. relocate my foot so that Joey can close this so that nobody dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, oh God, distractions today. But uh, has there ever like, been a moment um, through the run where you like just tripped over something or like. Because I've had a couple of moments where all of a sudden I'm like, what's um, going on? Physically tripping? Like, f- yeah, like physically breaking or anything like that. Not necessarily laughing, but. Um, no, I think I've been no. pretty good because I'm Knock so. Knock on wood I'm right so, now. I'm so deadpan. I I'm not nervous. I'm so like deadpan through a lot of it that it's like really easy to just kind of like stay in that like don't react to anything sort of place. Um Physically, we've been good. Um, I haven't... No, that's not true. I was going to say, I haven't bled during a performance 
that was just dress rehearsal. But no, I did cut my hand open mm-hmm. uh, two nights ago. And you hurt your back that one night. Um, yeah, rogue I, screw. I backed into a rogue screw on the um, the archway. So the head of the screw, oh like the God. bruise that is developed on my my right shoulder blade, looks like something out of a zombie movie. It's like <laughs> spider webs of purple. Oh my God! Um, it's gnarly. Um, yeah, I'm just taking a beating, and I don't know where any of it comes from. I uh, just new stuff shows up every night, but I, I think I've been really fortunate to to really be on. Like we know we know the stuff. Oh yeah, it's it's been really. And good. we know the stage. You know, like we yeah. take our time before the sh- every show, and I get up on stage. One of my biggest things is by the sea. When I'm up there, I've had a lot of trouble with by the sea for this run, but um, it's just so hard because the light is so blinding on my face, (laughs) which I understand. I have to be lit. But um, my worst one, I think, um, was not worst, but I knocked over a pie. Me and Joey went in for our scene before Epiphany. Or actually, it was before Ladies and Their Sensitivities, I think. And I knock my pie over, and I have it preset so I can use it in A Little Priest. And then I pick it up, and Joey's laughing at me. And I'm just, I hit him on stage. But the lights are up, and so I'm just like, well, I hope that looked like it was in character. Because I'm literally just hitting Joey because he's laughing right now. And then he sits in his, and then we start the scene, and I'm just like, I think that was the worst of it. Yeah, well, my, my technical mishap, which I'm a little annoyed, we recorded on Friday. Mm-hmm. And that was my best run. And the one thing that I did, I think I I did have one word mishap or something, but it was so little that I can't be mad about it. Uh, Pretty women. No, this this is the other thing. The only other thing. And it's like, oh, man, I'm going to kick myself so hard. Pretty women. I went and it's the closest I ever gave. I put his cape on rotated by 90 degrees. And I fixed it afterwards, but I was like, oh, man, I've never done that before. I always set them with the little tails mm-hmm. right where I can grab them. I do not know what happened if I just can't see, whatever, but I put that boy on, rotated, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could leave it, or it looks stupid, or I could fix it, and it would look stupid. <laughs> so I'm going to fix it. I'll play it off like, oh, well, I'm just so nervous because I want to kill the judge. <laughs> but I was like, ah. Oh. That's the like the point five percent that stopped me from getting a hundred. I think, but I um, knew I the, when you did it. I'm like, oh, he's gonna hate that. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, but, that's a, a normal human does that. So it's like, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that, yeah. I just thought of a beef. <gasps> okay, beef. and it's with Joey. <laughs> Who else but Joey? I just noticed this because I was re-listening to our episode from earlier, mm-hmm. and we were talking about drinking. And Joey, when he drinks out of his mugs, he completely tips it, completely oh up, <laughs> and then he'll it'll be completely upside down, and then he'll put it down, and I'm like, okay, that cup's empty now, and then he'll go right back up, <laughs> and I'm like, you're getting gin all over your face, my boy. <laughs> That's my only beef. <laughs> I don't notice that because like when there's the two happening at the same time, so I'm I'm setting so I can have pretty women just lit normal or. That's before Pretty Women, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um, before it's, it's no, it's during both, Pirelli. Actually, it's, it's killing Pirelli, isn't it? It's killing Pirelli and for and yes, because before because uh, then you yeah, guys yeah, yeah. leave post killing Pirelli, pre and post because they're like that's cut that like I kill him, he goes into the trunk and then we cut we do, um, kiss mm-hmm. me sensitivities all that and then we come back and then you come up exactly and we do that little post scene where I show you that I kill yeah him. yeah yeah. 
but you would never even notice it. So like that's the thing is like yeah. that's just me thinking about it because we've t- had a conversation about it before. Let's cut that part <laughs> out. <laughs> no. No, I think that's cool because that's yeah, that's something that the normal person I feel like wouldn't notice, but like it's cool that like I don't know. We're at that point where like we're picking stuff like that out, yeah. which is great. And I'm sure I'm sure when I'm holding the bottle during the Pirelli scene, there t- like there, the cap is on the bottle. Yeah, it bothers yeah. me I so much. I can't smell like, it. Yeah, but I I give it a whiff. I I do yeah. the I don't even waft. I put it right underneath my nose like a fool. Mrs. Lovett isn't a scientist, so yeah. she did would, not pass chemistry. <laughs> no, she yeah. did not. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I there's a part that I want to record, and I might record it tonight. Should I say it or what? Would, would it make you nervous? Oh, record. Okay. I don't know. Go ahead. Well, we've already been recorded. Okay. We've yeah. done this well, yeah. show for okay, that's 1,200 people beef. or whatever. That's another beef. Is that I never want to tell a cast they're going to be recorded beforehand because then yeah, people panic. Yeah, they're just going to get yeah, nervous. And so with Sean, we're, I gave like just like pre-show thing, like oh, mm-hmm. go out there and kick butt. And then Sean's like, yeah, and then I'm doing that thing tonight with that thing and thing. I'm like, that's He's not. Make, you yeah. said, no, what that. he said was like, speak yeah, loud. guys, make sure you really project and speak loud. If you're going to push any night, tonight's the night. Oh, yeah. Pause. Yeah, we got like we've got a we've got a bit of an older audience. I think that was the youngest audience that we've had. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, there's it's a bit of an older audience, so you want to make sure that you push. It was our smallest crowd, and I think it was our youngest crowd. And I was like, that is a horrible lie, but no one's going to notice. I mean, I knew because I, I was asking Tracy religiously, like, when are you going to record? Because I need to know. I need to be on. I need to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And so I knew it. I knew okay. it was happening that day. Um, but I didn't tell anybody because I was like, if they want people to know, they're going to let people know. Yeah. But it, it, I don't want people to freak out. I don't want to be, be telling them, like, okay, yeah, 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 places. By the way, do good because we're going to get recorded. Yeah, and then I we're walking. Him and I are walking out. And then he stops in the middle of everyone, turns around and goes, yeah, so if Tracy needs help with the thing and when she's doing the thing, and I'm like, shut outside, up, shut outside, up. <laughs> shut up, moving. <laughs> like that, no, the thing and the thing, what? Yeah, what, what would Tracy be doing during the show that's like hidden? Like, yeah. no. It, it, <laughs> she's just up there doing macrame. Yeah. yeah. She's like, some help. Yeah. I, so I was like, okay, keep it moving, man. Keep it moving. Yeah. I don't want these so people The train's to know. coming off the track here. Yeah. Um, but the part that I want to record is the opening when you come out. Mm. Yeah, I watched that on the film. Oh, yeah. Does yeah. it look good there? It looks good, yeah. It is like every night I still get goosebumps and I get so pumped. I love it. Because it is so cool. It's like, I don't know. It, I, I'm so excited every night. Like, I, I'm still like, yes, yeah, here it comes, here it comes. Yeah, not to ruin some of the magic there, but like every night before I do that, because I have to crawl under the stage. So for those of you who all came to Sweeney Todd, know what we're talking about. Um, I... Uh, squeeze my human form through a small hole in the drywall back in the the room leading to the stage. <laughs> and he leaves his spirit and behind. And then I leave my spirit behind. Um, and I crawl under the stage with a razor, a fake razor blade in my hand. And then I pop out from the trap door center stage with like fog and a red light and whatever. And so, cause I'm, I'm, I'm crawling under there and I'm wearing like a white shirt and suspenders and stuff like that. And I get all like rumpled and, and covered and stuff. So then I get into position and I roll over onto my back and I like pat myself off. I'm tucking my shirt in. <laughs> I'm fixing my suspenders so that like I pop out of the hole and I don't have like this weird billowing whatever. And I think, you know, if people could see through the stage right now, it's just, it <laughs> ruins, the silliest it ruins thing. so much. Thing. And I'm just like sitting there like tucking in my shirt and like, Moving my suspenders around, like, okay, yeah, we're really secure. Like, the pants are out. Like, and it's just like, and then I like pop out of the hole like a reincarnated corpse or whatever. 
Um, and it's like those, the before and after image are like, that would just shatter, <laughs> shatter the whole illusion there of this guy emerging from the grave. Um, but I just, I like think like, what if one of those black curtains falls down and the person in the front row sees me under the stage, like primping myself, primping. um, covered in leaves and sand and whatever else is under there. Um, but yeah, no, that's, I mean that, what a way to start the show. Like I love doing that. Um, and I've, I've said this before off the air, but, um, now that we're in spoiler mode, mm-hmm. um, I think it was like the first blocking rehearsal. I came in with this idea and I was like, you know what? That archway is so strong. I don't know anything about the set design or anything. And I say to DJ, you know, if you don't have me coming out and like taking that center stage arch, like up, up there and doing that part of the opening from up there, like you're stupid. He's like, well, <laughs> well, I have you coming from red light and fog through the trap door center stage. I was like, I've changed my mind. We're doing that. Um, which I have to say, I was a little like, oh, God, do I want to go down there? Like, am I going to be okay? Are we going to have a panic attack? But, like, no, I'm just one with the stage now. Like, I get how Ryan does it. Um, actually, no, I don't. It's a little weird. But um, Shout out to Ryan, yeah, by the shout way. Out shout out to Ryan. I miss you, Ryan. I miss you. Oh, hope you're well. Let's not explain that. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, I was going to say it last episode because he was in the hospital last time we re-recorded. Rye was our, our my number one set guy for this and would move all the stuff. And he is in the hospital. He's been in the hospital since like Tuesday. Uh, he's good. He's he's um, feeling a lot better. We I saw him yesterday. Good. And he's just he's in good spirits. He's like, I just want to get out of here. Mm, I just want to get out of this fair. place. And um, yeah, is he still I, there today? I don't know. If he's not, he said he wants to come see the show. So, uh, <laughs> That's, I hope he does. Your spirit. I hope Me he, too. Yeah. I, I would love that. Uh, they just want to monitor him because it's a, a, a breathing issue. But uh, he said, yeah, yesterday was his best day. Good. And he's sitting up and, and stuff. So, like, he's he's good, but he he feels awful about missing. And I'm like, dude, that's, like, the uh, last Yeah, what a yeah. terrible excuse yeah. that you have <laughs> being hospitalized. Yeah. He sent me a text on, like, Wednesday. And he's like, I'll be out for tomorrow. Like, don't worry. I'm, I'm not going to miss it. I said, okay, here's the thing. You can be out tomorrow. If they tell you you're out, you're out. But you're not going to. Mm-hmm. Move this out. Like you're not no. going to do that. You're yeah, you're in you there can't. for breathing issues, and now you're going to have to carry a large no, barrel. Yeah. But no, just hoist a wooden table on <laughs> no. the stage. Yeah, so a tiny hole. His health is obviously more important than a table. Than a table. <laughs> and uh, Callum has stepped up. Has yeah. been fantastic. Thank you, Callum, for taking everything over. And his brother Finley uh, has also been. Wonderful. Fantastic, and, mm-hmm. and he's been added to the collection of murder victims. <laughs> oh yes, yes, we fun. went through... as was Sean Poland. Shout out to Sean for being murdered. Yeah, <laughs> from on one of twelve our twelve minutes notice. Yeah, <laughs> from one of our last uh, rehearsals, we have added that Callum gets killed in the chair. Then we added, then Callum couldn't be there at night, so um, our friend Andrew, shout out Andrew, stepped in. And got murdered. Yeah, he the did only, great too. The only prior experience he had to that, he was a zombie in Night of the Living Dead. Then Ryan in the hospital. So Sean Pullen, the music director, steps up, gets his throat slit. <laughs> then Sean's like, you know, I can't do that every night. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> So then Callum's brother stepped up and is now getting his throat slit for the last performances. Three shows, yeah. So that's what? Six people getting their throat slit? Uh, well, technically... Carter, mm-hmm. Callum, Andrew, Ryan, 
Finley, Sean, Jared, and although it doesn't involve blood, Kaylee does get yeah. killed in chair. Mm-hmm. So that's eight people and a stack of books Ooh, go down yeah. the chair. And a stack I of love books. those books. Well, yeah. that's what's nice falling. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I never knew. No, one time that was not Callum a simulated sound. What? No. No, I'm saying Callum. Callum. Oh no, not for that. Not for no. that. No, but for VJ, he makes for VJ. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I got confused. No, but the one night I didn't clear the books and so then people were like hitting their head on them and i was like oh god i'm so sorry like i'll make sure to clear those in the blackout before joanna act two quartet and one dot one time or maybe i i think that was when i started clearing them in the blackout because i tried like oh i'll throw them back and to the right a little and i put a little too much pepper on it (laughs) and i threw it off that raised area down the staircase and it landed with a thud and then jenna opens up and I'm like, and the, the ones that are set there are there, and I was like, really realistic practical effects there. Like, <laughs> I wasn't planned, but yeah, I just threw them off, like the balcony area, whatever you want to call that, um, was not planned. And I like, I heard that thud, and I was like, oh man, I was like, wait, no, that's that kind is supposed to happen. I did that. Yeah, I've purpose. heard a really loud one. Was like, there was just the was one that? for the books, but for VJ getting tossed down the grinder. That is Callum. Yep, yep. Yes. Slamming something backstage. Yeah. I don't know what it is, okay. but... Uh, steel chair. Mm. Oh. I think he just throws it at the stairs. Proud of him. He yeah. does a great job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Is that why you asked me for that chair backstage? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't in the TikTok. Yeah, uh, no, you weren't. No. I thought I was going to be... I waited my... to record. No. Oh, I was waiting for my cameo. I'm like, wait, wait, guys. I come in. I come in. No. <laughs> and I wasn't there. You didn't make it. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Out of you. Yeah. Uh, let's... We can spoil the chair now. Yeah. Yeah. waiting. The grand four of the chair. (laughs) So my original plan, did I ever explain this on the podcast? You didn't. No, not your original. uh, I don't remember. We've talked about it so many times. But just for for those of you following along at home. All right. I had three. I had a frame on the back. Three two buys. And I had a pole go through the bottom of all three of them to stabilize them. They're all connected. They're all on the back of a chair. So we have the butt part of the chair. I cut the top part of the chair off. Boom, we have that. So I connected that to the chair. Then I cut another hole into the top of all of them. So then there'd be two poles going into each and every single one of those two buys. And the poles are just long enough that you could pull the one out. The other one was just stabilized in there. So what I did is made it so you, if you pull the top one out, then the middle board of the two buys would fall. And then bringing the back of the chair, bringing the back of the chair with it to 180 degrees. So that the that the back of that would be attached to that, and they'd fall, and they're all connected to hinges. So you would just have to pull it back up each time, slide the pole back through, and the people would fall out the back, like pretty much what we have now. So that was the design, but the reset to that was not great. And I have mm-hmm. all these plans in my office still, and I have to take a picture of them before they're erased. And I had listed pros and cons of that, and pros and cons of the other thing. So the other thing. I went upstairs to find Jenna. It was Alex, Ben, and I in the basement talking about our trip or going to North Carolina. So I'm like, oh, Jenna's going too. Let me go upstairs and get her. She wasn't upstairs. I ran away. I was like, DJ's looking for me? Bye. So long. Then I started talking to Sean because I just – I talk a lot. So I come back downstairs and Alex and Ben are in completely different positions. And Ben's just playing around in a wheelchair. (laughs) And – 
I come behind Ben and I just tip him down. Like I, I every anytime I see anybody in a wheelchair who doesn't need it, <laughs> that important specify. Let me specify who who is just in it to to mess around. I'll go behind them and I tip them over. Like that's yeah, just what you do now. Yeah, and most of the times it's Ben. Most of the times, yeah. Yes, I feel like I've seen that multiple times. Yes, so I tip it and Alex's like, oh, that that's like the chair, and then I just I sat. And I'm just I'm just deep in thought, and then Alex and Ben keep talking about something else. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm like I'm, I'm looking I at the like wheelchair. I trying said to figure it that's out. A, that would be a good idea for the chair. And then I sat down and started thinking, and you're like, wait, he's actually thinking about it, <laughs> which is why it is not your listen. There's three idea. stories. No, it's not Alex's my complete idea. DJs and the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and so ben. I, and there's Ben's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Alex sure. and Ben inspired the chair. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't like. Yes. I'm not you claiming. Both, you both inspired the I chair. I came up Absolutely. with the idea. I was just like, "Oh, that would be a good idea," and then yeah. you actually took it. And, and ran. then you guys continued talking about whatever nonsense you're talking about. I was completely spaced out, focused on that, and I'm like, "Wait, maybe." And then Jared, Sean, Carla, anyone else working on that with us? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Tracy's husband. We... Shout out Tracy's husband yeah. Paul for um, procuring. What is that? Putting the leather, leather? on the, the, the oh, back yeah. part. I admire real. it every night for the show, and yeah. I go, it's perfect. Ooh. It's gorgeous. That's every true. night. Wow. We added that, that just for the Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not even <laughs> in the script. We wrote the song yeah. to admire the chair. Yes, yes. Um, so then, yeah, we, we did that. We It took a lot of like six yeah. weeks or something to figure out how to do it just right. And then we were doing it, and everyone's like, all right, this is killing my back, man. Like, Can we figure this out? So we tried pool noodles. We tried all these different things, <laughs> and uh, we finally found the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And and we have a ramp behind it, but that is a wheelchair stabilized into the wooden frame. The wooden frame. They drill it in every yeah. show. And it's just the dedication. It's just mm-hmm. such a great idea. And, and your so, idea? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. I had such a great idea. Guys. <laughs> It's just, it's very innovative, and I just feel like for community theater um, compared to Broadway, like, you really put in that work. Yeah, I mean, but typically, it's, like, this mechanism that, like, turns into a gurney that opens into a pit that drops people Mm. into a hole. Like, we're not doing that. I'm sorry. There's no way. We're not cutting a hole in the floor that then people walk on 10 feet in the air. (laughs) Um, Nor do I want to be responsible for that. And I feel like there's so many points of technical failure on that that would give me anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think what we came up with, like so many people that came to see the show afterwards, like, you got to tell me how the chair works. And so like I I did take my wife up there and I was like showing her and she was freaked out (laughs) by walking over the, the bridge. Yeah. And I was like. This is nothing to me anymore. Exactly. Like I'm numb, yeah. but like, yeah, it's scary yeah. out of context. But like, oh yeah, there's a hole, and then you dump back here, and then you go down there, and you're hidden from sight. You go down the stairs, do, and then you're on with your day. Like, they're like, you can't tell. They just disappear. And I was like, yeah, that's the cool part. Yeah, yeah. it really is cool. And I, my original idea, I had so many ideas, and I messed around with putting the the your shop, your barber shop, over where the trap door is up. Mm-hmm. Stairs mm. instead of Thank having you for not doing this room. Yeah. That would have been mm. a nightmare. It makes it doesn't make enough sense, but I thought it'd be cool because then we could actually put the lever in, and then you could open the trap door for each thing, and then the chair would just go forward, and they would slide down, and we'd have to build like a platform that would reach up, and then they would just land on that platform and then get down, like it, build I mean, an actual slide. We that is what everybody room? said, and I'm like, I'm not 
building I'm not a building a slide. I'm you guys want to have fun? This is theater. Yeah. Yeah. There's no fun allowed. You are dying. Someone's going to get tetanus or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Broken clavicle. And then I also thought, and it's super lame, so I'm glad we didn't go this route. It's just building a little track and have a, a, a chair on, on wheels, like a spinny chair. And it's like, you know, those ones that like come down with one yeah, one thing and go into like an octopus sort of situation and have tracks just so that can go forward, backwards, and it can't roll off the stage or anything. And then have you just slit their throat, move them back, turn the chair around, dump them. So like they'd still – it'd still be the same way to go out. Like they'd still just like crawl under and go out the stairs that way. But it'd be like so much more lame. I don't think it would have been bad, but it wouldn't have been what we did. No. Like that's – I, it's I, so I effective. Like I mean, do. I've never. Yeah, that's not true. I've barely seen it in operation, not from like the first person perspective, but like so many people saying like they just go away, yeah. they just yeah. disappear. Like, what's going on up there? So, like, the fact that we're getting away with it is like, well, then it's good because yeah. if they go, oh yeah, 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 that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're like oh yeah, it is. But the fact that there's intrigue of like, I know they're not disappearing, but like, what are they doing? Yeah, it's like. Uh-huh, we came up with something cool and <laughs> mysterious. And nobody does the backwards to get off because I looked at ones for rent. Everyone's like putting theirs up for, mm-hmm. for rent. And I'm like, I'll front the money because like I'm getting frustrated with trying to design this. And they're all the ones that, like you said, go into a gurney. They go from chair they, to gurney, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, we can't. We can't do that. Like We don't no. have the space. We don't have the room for that. So... And then I'm looking at like designs, like somebody has to have done it, and I'm looking at all these videos, and nobody does the backwards. One, it's dangerous, Mm -hmm. and two, uh, it's hard to do. It's hard to get to a point where it's safe, which we are now at. They land on a nice pillow. Yeah, and can you imagine the the whiplash if you went with your original design where they just free fall onto a two by four? Oh my god! (laughs) The complaints. (laughs) The concussions. Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah. That, that would have be... been a whole workshopping in of its own. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I don't think we were ever going to get away with not having all those like design tweaks right. and stuff. But I have to say, I'm glad we ended up where we were because if I had to reset that chair as one more thing I had to do during that Joanna Act Two sequence, <laughs> that's my breaking point. That's my yeah. origin story. Like that. That number is the hardest for me. I'm doing so many practical effects, yeah. like sleight of hand resetting props greeting customers wiping blood off my hands like and i'm just downstairs waiting like, for you yeah. literally when i'm downstairs doing the grinder thing there are moments where i just stop i stop completely and i cross my arms and i go okay what's taking so long <laughs> like send another body yeah i love how excited you get though when you hear it uh, yeah. <laughs> she's like she's like does like all like so i don't get to see any of that <laughs> yeah. i want to see that so bad that was, yeah, I, that's the other thing. It. It's like I barely know what the blood effects look like. I, I know what it looks like to me. Yeah. Um, but to the audience. Can you explain yeah. the blood, please? Oh, yeah. Yes. So, so many people have asked that. And like the fact that your dad has watched a dress rehearsal and now seven performances. I mean, granted, at the time he hadn't watched seven performances, but it was like Saturday or Sunday last week. He asked me, like, what are you doing up there? And I was like, <laughs> the fact that you don't know makes me feel really good about that because oh, yeah. I was so worried about, like, okay, this is going to look so lame. Like, Everyone's going to see what I'm doing, and it's going to just ruin all the magic. But, like, I don't think the magic has been ruined. So, uh, well, I'm about to spoil it. So, huh, sorry, magic. Um, <laughs> so, what the deal is, is, okay, we're, we're Trevor's down there singing a, a, a wistful love song to his long-lost Joanna. And then the lights come up as I start singing over him. 
DJ fades up the lights on me up in the, the seat, and I just murder Carter. So what is, what's going on here is that I've got the razor, which has been expertly dulled. Shout out to Jared for not killing people. Shout out, um, Jared. That's true. For making this all a possibility. Um, so I, in the blackout, take one of the, the white rags that I have set on the chest, which is concealing a syringe full of fake blood. Fake blood. Um, <laughs> for the record. Um, so I, I sort of palm that in my left hand behind the chair as I, I daintily lay the, the cloth on Carter's shoulder or, and whoever is getting killed. And so the lights come up. I'm bringing the razor to his neck. And behind the razor, sort of angled at like a 45 into his neck, I take the syringe. I hide, Basically, I'm hiding the syringe like straight on to the, the audience so they see as little as possible. And then I'm blocking the tip of it with the razor blade. So then as I'm murdering, I press the syringe. The blood kind of pools on the razor, and it kind of starts to run down. And so then you give it a little more force. You kind of drag that across the throat. You kind of bring the syringe around with it to get a little bit more on. And then you give it a last little squirt, and it shoots out like an artery. It goes from anywhere from 5 to 37 feet. Yeah. Uh, into the Honestly. audience, depending Truly. on the the night, the the vigor, the the viscosity of the 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 soap blood, um, and it just makes a mess. And it's all over my hands. It's all over the capes. It's all over the murder victims. And so I'm sitting there cleaning my hands as I'm wrenching these people back into the void and resetting for. Oh, there's Ryan at the door. Got to go receive him to do another one. <laughs> um, and so then I, I've got a couple like my act two prep work is like methodical down to a science because like if i misplace one rag one syringe one cape everything comes off the tracks and so like i am running around like a chicken with my head cut off all (laughs) while everyone's milling around getting their popcorn (laughs) i am running around like a freakazoid um setting all my syringes and whatnot um and so I just, I've got another one set so that when Ryan or whoever it is that comes up second sits down in the chair, it's another palm pocket, put it on there. And then as I'm singing, I just kind of bring it around. And then we do a couple rounds of that. Um, and the audience seems to like it. They seem to not get what's going on, which is good. Cause I was afraid it's like, Oh, there he is holding a razor blade in a syringe. And it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. It's theater. It's not real. But, like, I want to trick you into thinking it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that so many people have been like, what's going on there? Like, how are you doing that? Um, has been really cool because, like, we tried so many different things that first, I mean, we've only been really doing that for, like, what, the week before? Dra- yeah. The, yeah. The, I guess I was going to say remember. dress rehearsals, but it was, like, the Saturday before the last week of rehearsals before Tech, uh, tech Week. Um, we were trying stuff out at Crew, and it was, like, this isn't working. This mm-hmm. looks bad and it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. So this is, we're over two here. Um, and I had been doing some research of like, Oh, well, what do people do? And of course you get the really helpful responses of like, Oh, well you have a custom made razor. It's actually <laughs> empty and has a syringe bulb at the end. And the actor squeezes it with their pinky and it comes through customly drilled holes that are tubed through and you run the blade across. like, we have seven days and zero dollars. <laughs> That's not a choice. Moving on. What do we do? And then someone online was talking about like blood effects that like there's like this 
two-part solution blood powder you can get that like you would basically powder it onto somebody's neck and then you apply water and the white powder turns to red blood effect and it's like well that requires setting four people with this perfectly placed blood powder that we don't have we could get but we don't have making sure that this razor blade that I have is adequately wet <laughs> in the span of 30 seconds. Like, I don't have time to reset that. Like, how am I going to do that? Um, and then, like, okay, it's summer. We're all up in those lights. It's a billion degrees. I'm personally, like, a slip and slide up there. So, like, imagine that we set that and Carter's running around for God That's Good and he just starts bleeding from every possible point on his neck <laughs> during the production. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's normal. And we're going to just live with it. Like, no, we're, we can't do that. And so I I started monkeying around with this um, just like in my bathroom at home was like a syringe full of soap from like a baby Tylenol something or other. And we ended up swapping out for a, a larger syringe when it didn't really work out with the volume of it. And then that was the, there's a video that Tracy took where it was the first time I used the bigger syringe that has a smaller opening. So that's where it got that, like, really good arc, that mm-hmm. spurt. And I was like, there's, like, a look of shock on my face. I was like, I didn't expect that to happen, <laughs> but it looked really cool. <laughs> and that's that's where we landed since then. And it, I'm doing it blind, basically. I can't see through someone's neck to if I'm making a good point of contact or, oh, is it actually pooling? Like, it's all happening while I'm singing, performing, can't see, I'm trying to hide the magic but also execute the magic that number has just been such a a strain on me mentally that like these last four days the last three or four performances i've really hit my stride on it but like there was a point where it's like it wasn't working and i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do about this but then it like started getting better and better and better and i was like okay just do it it'll be fine and i think it's worked every single night since then so it's it's a really cool effect and like my my friend came to see the show yesterday. Thank you. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> my friend came to see the show yesterday, and he was like, yeah, I mean, I knew the blood was going to be a thing, but, like, people do different things with the blood, and sometimes they do it more literal, and sometimes they do it a little more artsy. With I mean, I think with the, the stage version, it's usually because they got that magic syringe, or the magic uh, razor blade. It's really just the line across their yes. throat, and it sort of runs. But, like, I love that we get that little arterial spurt in there. Mm-hmm. I think that really freaks people out. And so he was like, oh, I don't know what you're going to do because, like, I've seen versions where they do it a little more artistically with, like, big silk ribbons and stuff yep. like that. Um, so you do a little more artistic and it's a little more friendly on your costuming. Um, yeah. But, like, uh, isn't that a little hokey? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going for, like, the dark spooky vibes for the whole thing and then we're going to bust out, like, ribbon dance? Like, no. Um, and so when he saw the white curtain go up for Act 2 to sort of mask the the set change... Uh, until the middle of God That's Good, which I know you've got your own gripes about. Um, oh, he was yeah. like, oh, well, they're going to do something where like they're going to spurt the blood onto the curtain for the effect of like whatever. And he's like, and then they came and took that curtain down. And I was just on the edge of my seat. It's like, what are they going to do? What are they doing? What are they doing? What, are, what, like, what is the blood going to be? So like we were talking about it afterwards, and everyone was saying like that first blood that comes across Carter's neck is just like this gut punch the others they're like oh that's what we're doing yeah <laughs> it's like good like that's what i want it to be i want it to be 
shocking. I want it to be gratuitous. I want it to be just so sick looking. Yeah. And I think that it's really been hitting mm-hmm. with the audience um, who have to be a little bit twisted to be coming to see the show. Um, <laughs> just a little bit, right? But yeah, that's those are the two main effects for the show. And then I guess at the end there, when I, spoiler alerts, uh, murder the heck out of the judge. Um, it's a, a similar but different effect. So I'm just like going in on him, hacking at him in every possible way. Um, so I'm covering Jared, the judge, with most of my body. And he pulls a gargantuan sort of <laughs> yep. syringe of blood out of his sleeve. Uh, which is part of the reason that I help him with his coat is so that he doesn't inadvertently press that plunger and shoot <laughs> blood all over his forearm. Um, so I help him with his coat, and he sits down. He sort of, like, unbuttons his cuff so that when the moment comes and we have the big screaming Benjamin Barker moment, um, I start hacking and slashing. He pulls that out of his sleeve, and he, like, depresses it against his chest and just shoots me all over my shirt with blood. And then I turn, like, I dump him down the chair... Uh, jumping down uh, off the chair and I turn around and I'm just red. I'm mm-hmm. covered in blood. Um, sometimes with it in my eyeball, Jared. <laughs> Only once. Thank you for not doing that anymore. Um, wait for today. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to go. He's going to go he's in. Gonna go. He's going to go, go off the rails. I'm going to look like Carrie. Uh, just drenched in pig blood. But uh, um, that, that effect is always, always so cool. And what was it? Friday night's audience just lost it mm-hmm. yeah. when I dumped him and I turned around and I'm just, I was just dripping with this, this blood. And you're like, it's not just that it's red. You can see that it's wet. You can yeah. see it glistening Drip in the lights. Yes. And so like, it gets all over my pants because it just like splatters and goes everywhere. And they were like, no, you can see that you're just oh, soaked. You can, yes, you can see and I was like, to me, I can't tell because I'm, I'm me. Um, I can't really get a good perspective on it. I'm not getting the real lights of it. And I don't know what translates 20, 30 feet back. But they're like, you can see that you're just covered in it, even though it's like not only on your shirt, like you look wet. Um, and so like turning around in that moment, it's just this like hulking animal covered in blood, vicious kill is just such a fun moment. Um, and that audience was, it fr- yeah, Friday night. They like just lost it. They were applauding. They wanted to see that judge dead. Yeah. They oh, wanted yeah. the blood. And I was like, oh, that's it. It's folks. fun to watch. I'm on the wings at that point because I have to do a scream to interrupt uh, the murder of Joanna. Uh, she doesn't get murdered, though. And uh, watching it, I watch Kaylee do her shtick. And then it goes right into the judge. And then it goes into Joanna. And that's probably my favorite sequence because so much is the final happening. Sequence. Yeah, the the final sequence, yes. But so much is happening that's leading. It's just all building on top of each mm-hmm. other, and it's like it's almost like it's releasing the pressure for it to all of a sudden completely release yeah. when you find out who Collapse. the beggar woman is. Yeah, and then I'm just I scream, and then Jared grabs onto my leg, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the show. And that's yeah. <laughs> Well, then, no, it's not the end of the show because no, then yeah. our good friend Toby pops out of the trap door. Oh, yes. Um, and he slits my throat, which something that we sort of, I mean, I kind of improved it on last Sunday without telling him. And then it's like, well, I didn't tell him, so it didn't work. Um, but then we've been doing the last couple nights and like the, I don't know how far it translates, but like the people in the front row get it that when I'm running backstage after killing the judge, after letting Joanna go, 
I run backstage, I run through the green room, and I come out through the basement door into the basement because I hear you scream. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to be dripping all over the stage, all over Kaylee, all over you. So I kind of like smear the blood around. I maybe put a little bit more on, and I really get myself covered. And that night, that Sunday, I took like I did it with the razor blade. And I was like, oh, great. Now I got blood all over. Now I've got blood all over the razor blade <laughs> because I'm not actually doing that to Jared. So there's no blood on the razor blade. So I then come out. The blood is on the razor blade. And so I very carefully set it face up on the stage next to Kaylee's head so that when Joey takes it, he can pick it up. And so he's been running that across my throat, like front and center, downstage, in the lights. And so those people, if they can see it, they see him do that. And the red shows up on my neck. And that's the most, like, exposed version. And, like, I don't know who it translates for, but, like, it definitely translated for the people in the front (laughs) row because they got, like, we've gotten some, like, (gasps) like, they didn't expect to see that. Last night I saw it. Yeah. I I really loaded it up yesterday. From the balcony Um, I saw it. I can tell how effective it was when I go to, like, clean up afterwards. Like, how red is my neck? Um and last night was good. Last yeah. night was a good one. So I was pleased with that sort of accidental thing. Because I was like, oh, yeah, like I have to play it like so quick because he's slitting my throat, but nothing's happening. So like, yeah, oh, the right. lights go down and we die and it's fine. But it was like, that's so lame. And like, so if it works a little bit, I'm like, okay, well, it's at least something. And like for the people that it shocks, it shocks. So like the fact that that translated was good. But um, yeah, I don't know how I feel. I don't think I said this on the last one because I didn't know if this was a spoiler but, like, I'm now three for three on absolutely getting murdered in shows here. Um, <laughs> true, true. I get to die on stage this time, which is fun. And I also get to commit the murders, which is also fun. But I have not survived a single production yet. I died off stage in Night of the Living Dead, exploded in a truck in a fiery blaze. I was stabbed through the heart by one Ben Torres in Frankenstein off stage. Um, I did appear as a corpse. So I was dead on stage, but I did not die on stage. And you played but that corpse beautifully. <laughs> I get to be I get to be alive. I get to be dead. I get to be a corpse. I get to reanimate as a corpse. Really hitting a lot wow. of checkboxes for this production. <laughs> so uh, it's been fun. I think this is the first production I've ever died on, like as the character. And I love my death. Oh, me too. I love getting thrown into that oven. Yeah. I lo- I wish I could look up and see it, but I'm like just sitting there with my head down, like oh, I can't see, but I wish I could. My favorite part in the ending is I I chose to come back out of the oven, but obviously there's a latch, and Sean relatches it when he throws me in. And I have a very thin ruler that I keep in the oven. <laughs> and at the when there's this big climax in the music when you're reanimating, yeah. and I take the ruler and I slide it in between the doors to try to get the the thing to go up. And I push my little way through. And sometimes there's some excess smoke that's still in the oven mm-hmm. that Callum has put in or Ryan when he was doing it. And I love it because I step out and I like peer through the little slits in the oven. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, we were talking to your dad about this and Don was saying like, it's very hocus pocus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like not that you don't look like her to start with, but like the like peering out and like emerging from an oven is that's straight out of hocus pocus. (laughs) Like, you know what? That's good. It's a good homage. We like that. But yeah, I love that you you reenter from the oven. It's so fun. I painted that oven. Yes, you did. (laughs) Um, all right, I have some gushing to do, but first, um, I don't know if she told you this or not, Sean, 
Um, I I love talking to your wife after the shows. Oh yeah, I love her. She's just a riot, and I love that she loves the show. Yeah, and I told her when you guys were talking to Carla and I after here we sit. Yeah, she, she told me she this. Told you, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get it out for the world to hear. Uh, Sean is just like I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. She's like yeah, he's very nervous and uh yeah she was she was like ribbing me on that she's like oh yeah it's not like he's been complaining about this for nine months and i'm (laughs) sick of hearing it it's like i just want to be prepared okay and at the time i was telling uh carla i mean again i tell carla everything's like i i would have conversations with her like i hope sean can sing because i know he could (laughs) act the part of sweeney todd like i think he could really do that part justice so i'm like i don't know if he can sing that's the big thing I mean, i said that last time too but when so like that was my mindset going into it like this man could be the leading character because i know how he acts i know how he works i know he can do it and then you come up and you're like i don't like you're horrified that you're even gonna get a part and you're not even thinking <laughs> about sweeney todd no and so like literally that was my playback in my head while you're saying like i'm so nervous i'm like well yeah i'm nervous because like i want to know if you can be my lead or <laughs> yeah. not no, I yeah, she did tell me that and I was like, "Oh, well, I didn't know that because I'm an idiot." But like I told my horror story of of post auditions which <laughs> still funny. But in in the sort of like I came home after the auditions and I was just like metabolizing every detail, every crumb, every thing I heard that I didn't hear that was said that wasn't said that happened that didn't happen like I was just going through it I was like okay if this happens and that and she she looked at me she said what if they want you to play Sweeney I was like that's wrong that's not that's that's not a choice stop distracting from my several layers of neurosis she's like but why why is that not a choice I was like it's just not it's just not a choice it's just not a choice it's not gonna happen and then so when that whole thing unfolded she was like (laughs) giving me a look like it's not gonna happen, huh? Mm. I was like, well, I guess. <laughs> I guess it, I could, guess it happen. could happen. Yeah. Um. So she got that uh, "I told you so" moment, which I'm not mad at. But, um, yeah, that wasn't on my radar at all. I would have never guessed. I would have never thought. I was just like, oh god, I just want to be in it. Like, just, just put me in, coach. Like, <laughs> um, I had never dreamed of that but i had dreamed of like a role like that where it was like you have to do something you can't just go up there and like waltz your way through um like there there are just roles like that where it's like you know that's just a guy but sweeney todd's not just a guy no and so this is the first place where i've had to not just be a guy i had to be something more than that and that that was scary for me because i'd always kind of just like had this like scrappy chihuahua instinct in myself to be like you know i could do that i have no credentials to prove that i could (laughs) i've never done it and i think i believe it but i could do that and then i was like oh crap i have to do that (laughs) and so it was it was scary but it was it was exciting and so i was like i don't i don't get to play these like crazy people a lot i mean like my whole repertoire of anything i've ever done has been like nice guy who supports the lead guy and like guy who's really reasonable and like lovable oaf who just wants what's best for everyone else and it's just like bloodthirsty murderer out for revenge and it's like one of these things is starkly different um and so it was it was it was really scary coming into it but like to know that you were like oh yeah yeah, you can do this and i was like okay i can do this 
And then just like from the get go, first rehearsal with Jenna, I was like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be good. And it's so weird. And I, I don't remember how much we talked about this last time, but like Jenna and I knew each other for an hour prior to starting rehearsals together. Mm-hmm. Um, we came to crew for Here We Sit. And we started organizing the wood pile. Yeah. And then, oh, like, yeah. you pulled me to do something else, and I abandoned Jenna for the next two and a half hours or whatever. I get, I love being meticulous yeah. when it comes to that stuff, though. And then, so, like, that just the rest of the crew goes away, and then auditions go, and the cast list goes up, and I was like, I don't know who this Jenna is. <laughs> and, like, no, I went, to go, I went to go see her reset, and you sat in front of me and my yeah. wife, and, like, we, like, waved at each other, and I was like, oh, that's Jenna. Like, I was at crew, and, like, I told you about this. Like, that was Jenna. And then the cast list comes out, and I was like, who is Jenna? <laughs> like, who? I don't know who this is. And then when we got to record, or no, it was it was crew. When you showed up to crew, yeah. and you were the Jenna, I was like, that Jenna has a last name. <laughs> and it's the same Jenna. And I was like, oh, I know her. I know her. But it was just so weird, because it was like, instantly, we were just like, okay, vibing. This yeah. is this is happening. This is what we're doing. We were on the same page, and like I think we're the same kind of person with how serious we take things. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but so important. Not so serious as to be a huge stick in the mud. Um, and it's just been a blast. It's just mm-hmm. been and like like you said earlier, like we could do this for nobody, and we would just still have a hoot and a holler. Yeah. And like it's just so fun being so stupid, and like so like doing little like besides the fact that I need to breathe after Epiphany, doing little priest with you is just like. How stupid can we make it? How, <laughs> how far can we push it? Um, how much can we get the audience to just roll their eyes at, like, these cannibalistic ninnies? Like, what are, they, what are they going on about? And it's just so fun. And then, like I said, I go back for Act 2, and I, I run around like a chicken with my head cut off. So, like, it's good that it's fun. Because if it wasn't fun, it, it would, would be, be grueling. Taxing. It would yes. be so grueling. But, like, to just have that much fun... And and going back to what you said about that ending sequence, like, we know it, we, we've we got it, and, like, we're just having such a good time. Like, it is, like, we're running on this, like, weird animalistic instinct, and, like, that's where all, everything's coming off the tracks, and it's just, like, it's so much fun to do that, like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine if it wasn't fun. It would be terrible, mm-hmm. and it's so fun. <laughs> I have... Every the thing about playing Mrs. Lovett for me personally is I do put so much of myself into her because I love being absurd. I love being big and loud. And I feel like the the stage is the only place where it's acceptable, which, you know, <laughs> that makes sense. Like, I don't want to be a nuisance. But Sean, you, he has this way of. Because Sweeney is pretty deadpan. Like, yeah. he he does not, Sweeney does not want to react to Mrs. Lovett. He refers to her as his neighbor. Cause yeah. Even though we have an intimate relationship, it's never, he never thinks of it like that. Yeah. And so. That lady who lives downstairs. And so, yes. And the most fun part is that I get to sit there and pretty much berate him the whole time. Mm-hmm. During By the Sea, I'm like smacking ya. <laughs> I'm touching ya. During Wait, I, I'm caressing his leg. I'm yeah. just like, thanks for being a good sport, Sean. Yeah. But it's fun to bounce off of you that way. And it's, and then when we get to A Little Priest and suddenly you're playing back. Yeah. For Mrs. Lovett, it's like this moment it's a of gotcha. like, yes, it's like I, the way I play Mrs. Lovett is she, her Albert passed on. It's either fourteen or seventeen years ago. I think I get the line wrong. I think it's fourteen. I think so because that would make the most sense. I think, but she's a lonely woman. Like she doesn't have any customers coming in because she doesn't know how to bake a right pie. <laughs> and then I, I play it as she, she loves Pirelli because he's just this handsome young man who 
you know, like He's it goes around the neighborhood. Exactly. And she's like, oh, I love that. And it's not until Pirelli's dead and Sweeney can start um, like, oh, yeah, a little priest. That's a good idea. Like vibe, vibing back and forth. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. And I love playing that with you because yeah. you make it so easy. And I'm giggling on stage. Like I'm having a fun time. Yeah. Well, and that that's the thing. And this is where I take all my credit because um, – <laughs> I I said this last time. Like I I am a big fan of Jenna. Your singing, like mm-hmm. I think your voice is just phenomenal. Thank you. And I've always been a big fan of your singing. So the minute I found out I was doing it, I'm like, well, Jenna's got like one of my favorite voices. So like her. And then um, and I told Julie that, and because she, she was asking about costumes a year ago, <laughs> and I'm like, um, I'm not sure about that because I don't have a cast. <laughs> and I'm like, I would love Jenna, but like she's you weren't like around. You're doing your your other mm-hmm. stuff, which is. Fine. And then we went to your concert, which was not a scouting mission. <laughs> I, I was like, but I'm just going to one. Yeah. I'm going to support my friend. And then if I learn something along the way, if, I'm yeah. if I pick something up, I pick something up. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you started singing and I was sitting next to Nat and she looks over. She's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I know. And then I'm like, <laughs> I would be a fool. And then but both like I haven't seen you do a role like this yeah. at all. Like there, there's mm-hmm. nothing that you have done. At the theater, that's like points to she could be – love it. But I know you. I know your work ethic and I trust you. And you have a fantastic voice, which helps. And so I'm like, <laughs> I I want to do that. I want to take that risk. I don't I, – immediately. And then Sean with you, same thing. Like you you were Henry. Again, mm-hmm. how you said, the nice friend. You were um, – what's his name? What's Tom. His name? Tom. You are Tom in Night of the Living Dead. Tom's just, Again. oh, gee, I don't know. <laughs> oh, gee, oh, man. Oh, gee, whiz, guys. Windows. Doors. Yes. <laughs> And so nothing that you have done here is like, oh, yes, he's got to be. No, but that, that extends to my entire history. Like, I've yeah. just mm-hmm. never done anything remotely that deep or dark or prominent. Um, so it's not just you, your history. It's my history, too. So that's why it was like, uh-oh, the call's coming from inside the house. Like, <laughs> can I do it? And you, both of you have completely 100% over delivered on anybody's mm-hmm. expectations of what you guys can do. And every every night it's just like I can't believe that you have these people to do this. And that's like and that you guys make me look so good. <laughs> you really, <laughs> you really do. Yeah, that's which, why we do it. Which yeah. I love. Yeah, it, honestly cuz everyone's like wow, like you really might know it is it's them. I can't yeah. they the sounds are coming out of their body. Um the little nuances all the stuff that you guys have added I genuinely couldn't have asked for a better. Yeah, you two complement each other very well, and your voices do too. I don't. I don't know what it is. I just. And that's a whole another thing too is musically because again there weren't any callbacks, which is what I expected because Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to see if the voices mesh together. Right. And so the fact that our voices mesh well, Trevor and Casey's voices, even the Beatle and the Judge. Yeah, I've gotten so many compliments about how good Jared and I sound together. It's like great. We've literally Mm -hmm. never rehearsed that song. Yeah. (laughs) We just performed it. Like we worked it on on it. We worked on it in the basement while they were working on kiss me or yeah. something else and jared's like can we go downstairs and do this song and i was like great like we'll get to it with sean eventually but literally we sean has never worked on that with us like nope. that was just me and jared in a basement um and then like oh we're gonna go up and perform it um and it's like why is this good like we we didn't sing this together we've never rehearsed it together and like it's so fun to do that number it's so like cat and mouse and then like to sound good together is mm-hmm. just like a happy coincidence i guess mm-hmm. but um yeah i love 
I love that it all worked out that like everyone just I think we're all just like very good singers too so like you mm-hmm. can find a way to like really blend but like there are people where it's just like you're good and you're good but like are you good together right mm-hmm. um, does it work together more so but yeah that's been really great that that just all kind of fell into your pocket there oh yeah I know it <laughs> I know I I've I always say like I get really lucky with casting because I I do like I I always love taking the risk like Ben is the creature big risk mm-hmm. you guys again like I nothing in your histories with me points to yes these two can lead this gruesome weird show it's like Jenna's got this beautiful voice like that that does not translate to oh love it right away yeah, she's know, just her, like a bad her songs are she's crazy, crazy. <laughs> Angela Lansbury has a nice voice but I wouldn't say it's like this beautiful like oh i have to listen to this it's like eh, i can, yeah, I can like, see how she, they she thought does that. like a character jenna, voice yeah, yeah. yeah. where jenna's, it's like yeah. you're sorry jenna's voice just draws me in every time <laughs> yeah. i'm like i will sit there and just stare at you and be like oh my god this is lovely yeah there's a yeah. there was a point during the rehearsal process where i was like okay i was finally getting out of my head that like okay i know the lines i know this it was like whatever i kind of forced myself to get off book I think a week or a week and a half early because I knew that I wouldn't know what I didn't know until I knew that I didn't know it. And so I gave myself the opportunity to struggle so that I could go, okay, we're going to go home this weekend. We're going to hit here, here, and here. That was the the judge's confrontation in act one. I was like, I forgot this scene even happened. And so the first day that we were running that, I was just like, uh, uh. I say something. And I was like, okay, that's the scene we're hitting this weekend. We had a big fat date with that part of the, the <laughs> script that day. But um, I was starting to get out of my head about it. And I was I was just sitting back and I was what I mean, I just sit there in a chair for wait. I really I have one line in the middle of your verses. Um, and I was just sitting there and I was like, wow, she's really good. <laughs> like, I mean, like I've been singing with you for how many weeks at that point. But I was just like, like taking a step back neither of us have any reason to be there. Like, we're not getting paid. We're not getting, like, blasted on the <laughs> television sorry, or whatever. Like, we're just, like, people walking <laughs> off the streets to come do this because we really love doing it. And it's, mm-hmm. like, it's a it's an honor and a privilege to, like, be working with someone who's just so talented. And it's just, like, sitting there, like, you just the little things, like, there's, like, a weird little turn of the hand that you do during wait that I was just, like, that's so simple and so effective. And it goes well with, like, what you're singing and how you're singing. And it's just, like, this is good. Like, I hope people come see this. This is good. <laughs> and then people came and see it, which is great. But it was just like the moment where it was like, oh, yeah, like, this isn't just us rehearsing. Like, this is really, we're creating something and it's good. Like, yeah. it's not just that thing we're doing. Like, taking a step back, getting out of it, like, oh, what's my next line? Or like, oh, is so and so getting their cute? Like, just shut up, sit back and listen, observe it all. And it's like, this is going really well. And we were yeah. only a couple weeks in at that point. I mean, which we only have a couple weeks. So, mm-hmm. but we still had rehearsal to go. We weren't no by no means like polished and ready to go. But it was even at that point where I was just like, "This is good. I like this. This is fun." And this is because we're we're doing starry voting for everyone who's not aware. I'm looking at all the the names for everything, and this year I think was the best year to do it because we have performances that are never going to be forgotten. Obviously, by us, like we are mm-hmm. all part of it. We're all neck deep in this show the amount of people though leaving are like this is my favorite thing i've ever seen on stage period the either of you two you're going to live in everybody's head for the rest of their lives and then like with the other shows like frankenstein ben and dan and and vanessa and, and joanne and halloween dreams like 
some of the greatest performances that have ever been on this stage this whole season. Yeah, this and has been so, like, a hot season. Mm-hmm. So, like, but that for you guys to be, if you you both saw the other ones and liked their performances, you guys are on par with those performances. Like, these performances will never be forgotten, of course, by us, but by the thousands of people seeing it. Yeah, and that you guys was will that always was always be with thousand, them. Yeah. yeah. That was wow. something that kind of freaked me out, especially with like, oh, we're going to see Josh Groban on Broadway or his Tony nominated performance. And it was like, okay, yeah, and then you're gonna come back here and be like, Oh, we're stuck with these schmucks. Like, <laughs> and so when you came back, you're like, Yeah, I didn't love it. And I was like, Oh, that's really hard. <laughs> oh, for you. I'm so sorry I'm you spent so, so much sad. money. I was um, the happiest that I didn't love it. I and was I, really <laughs> glad that you had a terrible time. Just yeah. kidding. No, yeah. Yeah. Um but like I I knew okay, go ahead. Obviously, this is my first musical here. It's my third show. It's a big show. It's a big part. And I was like, oh, I don't know. But I was like, you know, the thing that's scariest for me is like, this is Sean and, J- and this is Sean and DJ's debut. This is going to be yeah. the thing that like, what was your first show that you did? Oh, well, it's this. Like, regardless of the merit of what we put out, regardless of the show that we did, it will always have been the first show it will get talked about for that reason, yeah. if only for that reason. Like, the way that you talk about, well, like, oh, what was the first thing you directed? Well, I directed Noodles when I was... Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Like, you will always connect back to that more easily because it was a first. Yeah. Um, and I knew there was, like, loaded dice coming into this. I was like, this is going to be talked about for better or for worse Yeah. for some duration of time. So let's make it for better. And I think we landed there, think, which I'm really yeah. grateful oh, absolutely. for. But if this was just, like... Uh, oh yeah, that was a learning experience. It'd be like, oh, that's mm, rough. I know. And that was why I was so stressed out, and why Jenna, Jared, and I put thousands of hours in that crew. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and, tears. Yeah, and I was so stressed because like they people could see this and be like, oh, you know what? You started with Sweeney Todd. It's a big one. You did well. Like everyone did well. And, like, it was good I for your first that. one. Yeah, I didn't yeah, want yeah. that. Like, if that, I heard that, just, I would have ripped my heart out and stomped on it because, like, that's what you're doing if yeah. you say that. And their immediate response, I'm like, okay, this isn't what we have. Great. And what they saw, I didn't like the rehearsal that they saw. The it was sloppy. It mm-hmm. was it was a mess. And they saw it, and they my mom was crying, and my dad yeah. came over, and and his growth throughout this is crazy because like he saw the one it wasn't a great rehearsal it was it was off and he came up at first he's like i'm extremely impressed he's like but this 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 give me a a whole bunch of notes i'm like great like that's what i need and now every night he just comes in excited he's like i just i love it and he's texting me city on fire he loves that song (laughs) and just like right to the street to the addiction yeah and it's it it, he's completely bought in and the audience seems to be completely buying in and that's just Mm-hmm. It, it could have been the complete opposite. It could have. And it's not what we do. It's not. We've never done Sweeney Todd. We don't do stuff like this, especially for a musical, mm-hmm. which my grandmother loves to remind me. She's like, oh, I, she reminds I, me, too. <laughs> I want a love story. I don't want to see people murdered. There's a love story. I, yeah. That's what I tell her. Around the murder. Yes. And she's like, I don't want to see the blood. I don't want to see people murdered. And I'm like, well, next year, we got Jesus Christ, and you love that guy. So... <laughs> You're going to love it. To be fair, he didn't have the happiest ending. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't tell her that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll have to find that out. But like spoilers for the Bible on this podcast. <laughs> too don't soon. Don't spoil the Bible. Yeah, too soon indeed. <laughs> so He is risen. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> I didn't get to that chapter. 
Um, but yeah, that so everyone could have reacted like that. Like this is not for me. And I did get those where people were like, all right, not my thing, but amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. And that's what I'm getting from everyone. Everyone's like, this is my favorite thing I've seen here. My mom said that this is by far the best musical that has ever been on the stage. Wow. And she, and she said connected with the company. She goes like, she said it's not close. And she great. said she wants us to be number one because Hear it's that. it's great. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. 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 Guys, be nice to Sean. <laughs> yes. Be nice to me. Okay. I should have specified. Yeah. <laughs> you can be nice to Sean too. Yeah. He deserves it. Well, he'll be a part of it either way. Yeah. Right. That's true. Wherever yeah. The yeah. 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 And he look, wins the, either the way. The thing is, just going back to the the numbers thing we were talking about. I'm not going to be mad if we lose out to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It's Beauty and the Beast. True. Everyone, like, everyone and their family it. of four yeah. is coming. You're going to get kids coming. You're going to get entire school districts coming. Like, it's family friendly. It's Disney. It's a property you've heard of. No oh, one's yeah. afraid of it. No one gets murdered. Uh, that's uh, not true. Wait. Yeah. Spoilers for Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> but no, it's but like, close. But like, yeah. it's, it's not a, like it blew a juggernaut out. Disney property. Mm-hmm. And you know how many people probably got turned off by... Ooh, blood, yeah. murder, demon. Just the name like, demon whatever. and yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. demon. The fact barber. that people come in like, oh, I didn't expect it to be so dark. It's like, what do you think the adjective demon, <laughs> demon. is trying to yeah. note in the title? It's not just called Sweeney Todd guy with a razor, like or like <laughs> Barber, yeah, the musical. Bar- <laughs> like it sends it and like and if it didn't send it with the title, our poster sets the tone pretty clearly, I mm. think. Yeah. Um so the fact you were like, Oh, I didn't realize it was gonna be so dark, it's like, well, that's that's on you, my guy. Um but like if if we can't stand up to the powerhouse of a Disney property. I'm not going to be mad at that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the fact that we pulled the numbers that we've pulled, like there's nothing to be even remotely upset about. And then throw in the, oh, well, COVID screwed stuff up factor. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not an ounce of, oh man, I wish that I, I think I'm even capable of feeling. Cause like, no, however many people came and saw it, came and saw it. That's incredible. We had, However many people, I don't know, did you say how many were pre-sale for tonight? Uh, no, but it's changing. Okay, well, great. I'll we love my that. Dad. Yeah. But, like, our lowest number was incredible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was also, shout out to that audience. That So far, our lowest oh, audience, yeah. they was were the best the, audience. You were the best yeah. audience. Second Friday, you were the best audience. Um, Thank you. There's, there's nothing to be upset about about no. those numbers. Yeah. And, like, oh, no, we only peaked at top three or whatever like i don't care like yeah everyone wants to be number one but like there's more to numbers like that doesn't reflect the impact someone had like the ticket sales get them in the door yeah they don't necessarily that doesn't indicate anything about how they feel when they lease Mm -hmm. yeah yeah where's the pull the poll about how we feel in our hearts Yeah. yeah yeah Not enough of those out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, you can't quantify love. No. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, no, I mean, nothing on any any performance anywhere. But, like, ticket sales are what get you in the door. I've paid money for things that I left that's like, oh, okay. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And, I like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't poorly performed. But, like, didn't really make me feel anything. Yeah. It was entertaining. That was two and a half hours of my life. I was money well spent. But, like, am I thinking about it every day for the rest of my life? Probably not. But there are some things where, yeah. I'll, I'll think about that for a really long time. And I'm hoping that that's what we do, regardless of any number anywhere. Like, I think that this is going to have that sort of mental staying power, and I really hope it does. Oh, it, it will. And I, I've talked to audience members who are usually like, great, good. Like, they're just, they're probably usually 
somebody's husband who just likes like oh I'm support my wife, um, and they're always like oh good yeah nice job shake my hand, mm-hmm. and I I saw a couple of them afterwards and they were like I can't believe what I just saw. He's like yeah the shows are always good here but like what like <laughs> like the, <laughs> I don't understand you. what just happened like that was amazing, mm-hmm. and that's I always throw it at the cast I'm like that's all of them as as equal with me like that that it's not just me it's every single person on that stage who's making this that and everyone i've talked to afterwards is like that i can't believe what i just saw yeah like, and that's the reaction you can't get better than that and this is my my first time in a role this size um and so this is the first opportunity where i felt like you know this this like really does hinge on me to a certain extent and it has hit so hard the things that you've said before about like when someone walks up to you and says, yeah, great job. It's like, that's all <laughs> you have the nerve to say. That's all. I've been here for my entire life. summer, <laughs> And you think it was great. That's it. <laughs> it's like, so like when you get someone who goes in, like, this is what I thought. And this is and like, if you, like you've, you've said this before, like come up to me and insult me to my face. Tell me every piece of garbage that I just put on that stage. Thank you for engaging. I will fight you, yeah. but thank you for grappling with the art I produce. Yes, absolutely. Or preferably come up and gush about how I'm a ge- like a brilliant genius and how it was amazing. And this is why I love you and why. Um, but like, oh yeah, that was great. It's like, ouch. I need more than that. Yeah. Tell me more, please. And like, people have been really good about that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And, like, like this. And There's like, always when, a moment when that people they bring are like, up. Yeah, yeah, they're like, how did you do that? Or like. Mm-hmm what was going on there? Or like, oh, how did, how did that work? Or like, oh, that was so incredible. And so like getting that like direct feedback unsolicited is like how you Lovely. know, because people can just say platitudes till they're blue in the face. And they're like, oh yeah, that was great. Like you say that to something that's great and you also say that to something that's mediocre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, it's virtually meaningless. And so I get that painfully now, why you feel that oh, way. Yeah. And it like, it's like, oh, I can only imagine how much more work you've put in throughout a year and for someone to be like, Oh yeah, that was cool. Cause like cool is not even great. Yeah. Like, right. Great right. is at least a compliment directly, but like, Oh yeah, it was cool. I love my favorite is speechless and I haven't gotten that until I did Frankenstein. And now this is like every person and I'll just be like, I don't know how to get my feelings across, but like I'm in awe. And like that is Carla's mom is an example. Like I, I know Carla's mom. Well, and they all sat in the balcony. They left. I'm like, oh, like, don't think she liked it. Like, she didn't really say much. Like, oh, yeah, like, great. And then the next day, Carla texts me and, like, my mom will not stop talking about this show. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, good. Great. Like, yeah. Thank you. Talk to me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Come up to well, me and directly compliment well, me to my then, face. I need it. That's that's why I like, like, the speeches because then, like, that's usually – because usually they know someone. And then they're like, they have not stopped at all and they're they're just keep they keep talking about it and that's what that's what we're doing right i mean we're not making money off of this we want to have each person we're averaging like 160 170 people mm-hmm. per show which is crazy mm-hmm. um and we want each person to go home feeling something thinking mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and so that we're doing that even if it's i want blood off my stage stop it give me something yeah and mm-hmm. feel like they're great. Th- it's keeping we, them up. We unnerved <laughs> yeah. you. If yeah. we didn't unnerve you with this dark content, then we didn't do our job. That's or what we set psycho. out to do. Yeah. Or, yeah, maybe you're a psycho. <laughs> but, hey, psychos have money, too. 
Um, true. That's true. So like, yeah, think most psychos something. are very yeah. rich. Yeah, this is a production that deserves to be talked about, yeah. whether good or bad. It deserves the attention and the conversation. And I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm I really very do. proud to be a part oh, of this absolutely. production. It's this is probably the one of the the highlight of my career as an actress. Oh my God. So yeah, definitely. So far. I'm very proud, and I'm very my happy. career as an actress. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> And you both, I, I genuinely can't thank you enough or talk about you guys enough and how easy you were to work with and how my mom would talk to me about this all year leading up to it. She's like, you need to get two strong leads because you have a few weeks to put this together. And from the start, I would love to go back and watch the start of everything and like watch through a, through a camera. We didn't get our swinging door forever. Oh we gosh, the, yeah. the set took forever. Jen and I painted that floor. The door from hell. Oh, for yeah, so for, long. For did hours. That. Listening to Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan does this really funny bit where he'll go somewhere far away and then just start yelling. <laughs> and it's the funniest thing because you never know if he's actually in danger or not. So. Sometimes he's been impaled by a wooden ship <laughs> and has to go to the emergency room. <laughs> So it's. I would love to go back to the start and just looking at everybody in their summer clothes, all hot and sweaty, at the end of read through, mm-hmm. where people came up to me during read through and like, I'm not, I can't do this, and quitting. People dropping like flies. We lost 15 people. What? Along the way. Can you imagine fitting 15 more people on that stage? No, no. <laughs> They'd be uh, hanging or, out yeah, the backstage aisles. either or. Um, so, oh god. Um, I lost my what? 15 people. Oh, so like going back there and being like, they're leaving because they don't trust me. They're mm-hmm. leaving because they don't trust this process. They're I hope they came and saw it. I've I seen a couple it. of them. And oh, really? regretted leaving. Yeah. I've seen a couple of them. Ugh. And they should all come because this is a fantastic show. And I would love to just go back in time and watch it go. Cause they're, and there are rehearsals when I'm sitting there and we do a full run through. And I was like, I am <sighs> ruined. <laughs> I'm ruined. I'm ruined before I began. I'm ruined. <laughs> and I do? Uh, never in a million years did I think it would, it would end up this good. And I'm, I'm so, I was just, you guys are huge, huge parts of that. So thank you both. Yeah. You're welcome. It's an honor. <laughs> Truly. An honor to receive your patronage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a, a bit of a, a change of focus, but just talking about like the responses. So shout out to my friends who are great, but not, but, and, um, my, my, friends from college came last night and so i had two friends drive in from syracuse and sorry carla i think you lose your award my two friends like very 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 good friends um flew from seattle to come Ooh, see the show wow. yeah that's great. Love that. um, was supposed to be a surprise it got spoiled for me and i couldn't be more grateful because it would have ruined me i would have screwed <laughs> up so bad um but they came to see the show last night and they just loved it they were just we were talking about it afterwards they were we were talking oh how does this work what is this This, oh my god this moment was so great and oh epiphany coming down the stairs like they were in great seats they were like right like down the the barrel of that um and then like the big takeaway that i was driving home with my friend and he asked me about it and then we got home and then it came up again and like oh my god we have to text them and he went to go text them the answer and they had already asked the question that he was about to answer. They could not believe that was me whistling. Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah. They were like, funny. "Do you know you how many people to, have told you've got me to about tell it? me? Was that really you, or is that recording?" I was like, "No, that was me." <gasps> how? And I was like, <laughs> "That's the highlight of That's my performance. Yeah. Is my whistling while Jared's <laughs> so going?" So many people bum, ask that. Really? Tristan and Joey asked me like last week. He's like, "Is that really you?" 
I was like, yeah. What did you think it was? He's like, I don't know. I was like, you think we just got like a body double for my whistling? <laughs> Yeah, but like I have like, a body double for my last scream. That, that is true, <laughs> yeah. um, but that which been... is great, and I didn't know we actually went through with that. Yeah, yeah. I looked. I do. I do. Mine. How does that work? I interrupt the Joanna sequence with my no, but uh, as you're throwing me, I do let out like a yell because it's just part of it. But Taylor just lets loose. It's Where is she? Hash screen. Brown Taylor. Hashtag she, justice hashtag for. Hash Brown. She's on the left side, but she's like on stage. She's yeah. on stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. I look at her. I didn't. I, I think I probably realized this like this weekend, maybe like Friday or Saturday. <laughs> it's not me. And because I'm like, wait, yeah, we did talk about that, and I guess just nobody took it over for her. So Jenna's really just going to ruin her voice. No. And then I'm I'm watching Taylor. I can't see because her head's Cause down. All the okay, heads down. so yeah. sure her her head is down. I wanted to clarify. Yeah, her head's down, and it's but it's like it's up enough. Like I could see her like forehead and like her eyes. So like you think something would change or something, and it sounds like it's coming from the oven. And She's it's a just ventriloquist. Like, it's it, 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 it is like a great It's a shocking moment. Yeah. We have many super talented ensemble members. Oh, yeah. Truly, oh, yeah. any of them could have been put in these roles too. Like Taylor, I when I hear her mm-hmm. sing, I think she does a phenomenal job. Whoever it is and, that leads that one entrance in City on Fire, fire. is yeah. like single handedly keeping the show together. City Whoever you are, I don't know who you are. I, I mean, I would know you if I knew who it was, but I'm backstage and I can't see or yes, hear yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but whoever you are, whoever you are, Soprano, who leads that part of City on Fire, you are the Thank linchpin you. of City on Fire, and we appreciate <laughs> it. Um, you are the rats in the grass. You are the real hunchbacks <laughs> kissing. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite line in the show, by the way, because um, it's completely unhinged, <laughs> as Truly. is the rest of the show. But yeah, the, the big takeaway being like, wow whistling hey like <laughs> i was like oh i didn't realize that was so incredible that it were warranted massive discussions that <laughs> i now impressive. realize I, I don't know it rings it rings they were true. like it's so loud and it's so mm-hmm. clear and it's like perfectly with the track and i was like that's what you think that's great but the one night i was just bone dry and i went and it was just <laughs> and i was like oh this is gonna be rough and so i mustered through it till halfway the halfway point where we start like talking or whatever and i like kind of turned upstage and i like licked my lips like a <laughs> lizard or whatever and then the second half was good but i was like oh that's a new a new uh-oh fear of mine i have to make sure i'm particularly moist pro- <laughs> prompt uh on my my whistling technique just start drinking but, the blood yeah just <laughs> well, hold on a second. So, uh, yeah but uh Excuse yeah me, sir. the <laughs> overwhelming positive response to my whistling was unexpected. You want to know my number one moment that people talk to me about? Joanna! Oh, yes! <laughs> that is everybody's yes. favorite. And I didn't start doing that until the show started. Because I never... I always thought it was more like a, uh, like, Joanna, like, of course. But, no, it, it is. It's like she's like, of course, of course this man busts in and uh, my it's plan perfect. is going. Yeah. Oh, look, we're going to get Joanna back. Great. But that is everybody's favorite it's moment so funny. for me. The audience laughs every night. I know, yeah. and I never expect <laughs> I mean, it. I uh, expect it now because it's funny. Well, yes, but... yes. But I, I now I'm always afraid to do it because I'm like, I don't what know what I'm channeling. You've got to deliver. Yeah, I know, one. yeah. People and then if, came for the goods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one and, well, that's all very well. That mm-hmm, one, yeah. everybody mm-hmm. loves that, that, of course. I do love that. And the, I think that's just my favorite picture from this whole <sighs> experience. Mm-hmm. And your facials, both of you, are fantastic. And it's your literal descent into madness. And yeah. you're at the bottom, you're at the top. Amazing, 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 amazing. Yeah, that song was, when I listened through the soundtrack for the first time since getting the role, 
not skipping over all the parts that didn't have Antony in them. I wanted it. I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to fit the words in for Kiss Me if I get that. <laughs> um, uh, maybe it'll be okay if I don't get it because... I don't know. That's a pretty hard song. Shout out to Trevor for all of every single word in that song. Um, but I kind of like was like, oh, yeah, I know that song. I listened to it, whatever. But I'm not like studying it. And so I was like, no, first thing out the gate, we're studying Epiphany. Because if I can't do that, if I can't get every word and snarl and whatever and cackle into that song, boom, we're done. Like that was the first song that I did off book. And it was early on because I was like, if I can't do this going down those stairs into insanity, the whole performance is gone. Um, that's where the, the, the sanity bottoms out and the madness peaks. And uh, doing that the first time, we didn't have the razors yet, so I was using crescent wrenches, which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. um, but my I needed favorite. something in my hand. I needed to mm-hmm. know what I was going to be doing. I was gesturing, and it's different gesturing with an empty hand. So I wanted to know what I was doing. Um, and that first time, going down those stairs and just like snarling that song out, and then, like, collapsing at the end of the stairs, I was just like, man. That's my favorite moment of the entire show. That's a song, guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I had asked you before, I was like, I'm going to do this off book. Can you bring my script down? And, and you're I like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you didn't. I and didn't I was like, it. I'm not mad at that. But I was like, <laughs> and you're like, well, that's all very well. But what are we going to do about him? I was like, I don't know. I have to go get my <laughs> script. And I ran back upstairs, came back down, plopped it on the floor, and then we did the rest of the scene. <laughs> yes, um, yes. But I was just like, man, what a what a song to like. And then that picture, that one picture just captures that whole song. Mm-hmm. And it's just so good. All the, all the photos that Tracy has taken oh, yeah. are just beautiful. They look so good. The costumes, the light, the all the makeup that we have on. She gets all my best angles. Yeah. For sure. Some of the worst ones, but yeah. in the best way. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, there's just the one of us during little priest. That's just absolutely cuckoo town. We both look crazy and it's so good, but oh yeah. That all right. Picture. We're over to, but wow. I have one more Ooh. thing. Oh, um, in that scene, I, and you were there for this, Sean, Jenna, you I think you're on the board for this. Um, Lovely. Oh, and there's the one more board? thing I have to get into after this. Oh, okay. Um, but the, it was just a crew, and I had a window on on the stairs, and we did it once where you did Epiphany with the with the window gobo on you, mm-hmm. and it looked really cool. It was it was cool, and I'm like I'm sold on that. That is what I need on there, and it was just like this white window on you, and I'm like oh, but I need something to break up. Love it when she's at her her pie desk. And so I, I moved it over, and I'm like, I could do maybe do two windows. And you're like, no, you can't do two windows. That's stupid. And like, that, that doesn't happen. And so I was like, ah, then maybe I'll just try hitting it with red. And then I, I hit the whole staircase with red, and then we watched it that night or the next night, whenever. And I'm like, oh, that is so much better. Yeah. And it's become my favorite part of the entire show is yeah. that just how everything looks is just incredible. Mm-hmm. And you move over, like, perfect timing. And as soon as, like, the red hits your head, I'm like, here we go. I'm taking <laughs> everything else out. And then, like, you both know exactly where to stand. Fantastic. Yeah. That, that, the end of Act 1 is just a wild ride. I yeah. Know. From Pretty Women into that scene with Antony. Screaming, match, descent into madness, collapsing on the floor. I'm literally out of breath at that point. And then it's like, let's stand up and do 19 verses of a little priest <laughs> with choreography. I know. The only choreography and, we really have. Yeah. But uh, uh, what a what a good way to end Act 1. Yes. I agree. And, and that's another one that's just like so fun to do. It's just we're so stupid. I love it. <laughs> I love it. 
And then what was your other point? <laughs> I don't, I, well, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that I should say it, but I'm going to say it. Uh, okay. okay. So I'm on the scaffold, and Jenna's in the light booth. I'm like, oh, I need, oh. A, I need a wrench. And so, like, usually what happens is the person in the light booth like, I'll bring it down. They bring it down, walk around, Climb go up the up. ladder. I'm like, Jenna, please throw the wrench. I, I know I can catch it. I'm like, I got crazy hands. I obey hands. orders. I got crazy hands. And everyone else is like, no, no, I'll come get it. I'll come get it. <laughs> And Jenna's like, you like you really want me to do it? I'm like, please, please, please. And so she she tosses it. I grab that. It was like the perfect handoff. Wonderful. So we got to be on the same football team too. Uh-huh. That, that yeah. was crazy. I just wanted to shout that hands. moment out because it was crazy. I can thank my older brother RJ for forcing me to go outside with him <laughs> and catching the football in <laughs> it January. It all moment to yeah. catching a wrench. Yeah, well, and I, no a wrench. tossing the wrench. Yeah, it was it was a perfect throw. Boom! Right into the mitts. But for um, any OSHA people listening, yeah, yeah. that's not a true story. It didn't happen. <laughs> this didn't it's actually happen. This was fabricated. It was written. Yeah. We, we wrote it. We're lying. This, this is, is all scripted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was nobody under us. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in this hypothetical, I just had to get it out in the world because that's impressive. Yes, yeah, I enjoyed every second of that. Me too. Hypothetically, <laughs> I would have if, if it, it were real. Yeah. yeah. If this yeah, were yeah. real, that would be really cool. And I have to say <laughs> on a podcast. Okay, Alex. Oh, sponsorship? Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. One second, one second. Okay. Episode 29 is sponsored by JDS Electrical Inc. Licensed and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. Thank you very much, Beautiful. JDS, for sponsoring us. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Any closing remarks? I still love you, Mom. <laughs> what? That's what I said at the last of the, the other good. episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I love your mom too. She comes to all the plays, and she's just the nicest person ever. Yeah, my mom made shortbread cookies for everybody yesterday. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't get one. Well, do you want to share yours, DJ? I know no. she. <laughs> all right, I sorry, have, like, Alex. Three left. Uh, oh man. Well, wow. they're at my house. They're at my house. Oh, oh okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> I tried to open it during one of the scenes, and I'm like, I can't be that person. I can't be that. So they're I just, just went so, home. She and... makes them so buttery. They yeah. were good. Mm, yes. Okay, guys. So tasty. Oh. <laughs> Cookies. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's it. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, follow us on social media. Sorry Night Theater. <laughs> um, Instagram, Facebook. Tracy's killing it. Shout Thread. out Tracy. Thread. Thread. We're on Thread. Thread. <laughs> if anyone still uses that. Okay. Bye. 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 Toodaloo.